The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's going to get weird around here for a few days. This is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo, and we're ready to go. For uh, the Super Bowl Phoenix Open week, and it's just going to be, unfortunately, absolutely perfect here all week long. So... Turn the root on, everybody. This is the last chance. Today's the day they uh, they all start kind of slow trickling in. Thursday will be the day we see the planes land. And they're coming in, though. They're on their way. Restrictions. Yeah. I, everything that you do, do with a chip on your shoulder as a uh, Phoenician. Just uh, don't don't welcome them. Careful, though. Then you, then, then those Philadelphians are going to feel like right at home no, if you're no, a no. dick. Philadelphia, Philadelphians always think they're tougher than you. They're never gonna. They're never gonna concede to Phoenix toughness, so they'll they'll turn into bigger dicks, and then no one will get along, and they'll just go home. They're not staying. We can't. We can't even let them think to stay. They're the the ones that come here. Are the Philadelphians with money, and that's a scary proposition. Old money. Oh, scary to think of it. Awful Philadelphians holding cash, wanting to buy winter condo. No. No. Tell them we're out of water. They'll lose their minds. And we're running out of water. You're going to say, go to have water. Yeah, they're coming to Kansas City. You're coming, you're going. You people don't understand. Like, you just, you'll fumble around looking at big buildings and stuff. There will be about um, 30 more, 30 new Sylvester Stallone statues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what will, that's what it is. And look, to be honest, Philadelphians, your, your hero, Rocky, uh, so didn't want to be part of Philadelphia as a native, he developed a Brooklyn accent. So you go figure out what 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 Philly really means. Your hero talks like he's from somewhere else. And you guys didn't pick Nobody from Philly picked up on that. He's one of ours. From Philly, you know. He loves our water. Nope. He's not from Philly. He talks, oh, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. Nobody sounds like that in Philadelphia because you know why? The tougher city is Brooklyn. You guys just play tough. The only thing you're remembered for, Philly, is giving Tom Hanks AIDS. <laughs> That's it. And maybe the Flex Seal guy's starting to get a little. But, uh, yeah, ask most people. Like, well, Rocky was clearly born and raised in Brooklyn, ended up in Philadelphia. Nope. Oh, he's mess up his, uh, mess up his first name. Is it Vince Papelli or whatever? The... No, Vince. No, that's no, that's not Flex Seal guy. Phil is I know, Flex no, that's what Oh, was... Vince Papali or whatever? Yeah, Papali. I, I don't know. who the, yeah, the, Oh, you're talking about the Miracle. The walk-on, yeah. We're talking about that Miracle. 
the Philadelphia native that played street football. Yeah. Nobody for, you know what we don't have as Phoenicians? We don't wander around saying, well, I'm talking to this guy. And uh, he tells me, you know, a busboy comes over, got his thumb in the water. And I'm from Phoenix, so I ain't dealing with We don't have that I'm from Phoenix thing. But Philadelphia people will say that. You know, the Uber driver turns to me and says, well, you guys want to go? Well, I'm from Philly. I don't need people talking to me like that. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, you're just, you're intolerant of all words. We need something. I'm from Phoenix. I tip really big, and I walked away, and everybody was happy. I'm casual and nice. We got to kill that vibe. It's most of those back east cities, though. I mean, if they find you know, out you're from Phoenix, yeah. you're probably not used to this weather. Yeah, uh, they, they'll weather us to death. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Most of those cities back east are garbage. Yeah, New York and Boston, and but just Philly screams out, "I'm from Philly!" at every turn. Guy had the, my two dads on his TV. Well, I'm from Philly. I ain't putting up with that. I'm like, what does that have to do? You just didn't like a TV show. It has nothing to do with where you were brought up. I'm from Philly. Well, get used to it. For a week. Uh, then they'll be gone. Hopefully, all of them will be gone. Hopefully. Tweakers unite. Start oh. getting Sawzalls ready. Yeah. Let's get those catalytic converters. <laughs> well, those rental cars and everything. Yeah. And screw up their entire yes. trip. Oh, I went outside. My catalytic converter was going, I'm from Philly. <laughs> I had to look at this and wonder, what's being from Philly have to do with anything? Other than that, I scream it at every turn. This wouldn't happen in Philly. This guy's driving the speed limit. He's obeying all the rules. He's stopping at stop signs. I'm from Philly. I say, hey, Uber driver. I'm from Philly. So what? So <laughs> what? I follow the street laws, you idiot. Sit down. So the Philly people will be here. <laughs> and then the uh, golfers are going to start rolling in, and that's going to be quite a show. So we've got ourselves a week on our hands, and already downtown... Uh, somebody made a mockery and a mess of the NFL experience and stole $100,000 worth of uh, production equipment. Ooh. Like the first day. So two people wandered up and got a bunch of equipment. It might be from our neighbors here at Video West. It was a third-party group, so they just went and grabbed probably just a, a couple of cameras at this point. Those things are so expensive, it's ridiculous. So uh, they're trying to figure that out. They already messed up the Super Bowl the experience. I have uh, locals enjoyed that yesterday. I had a bunch of friends go over to the, the NFL experience. And if you haven't been, today and tomorrow are the last real good days to go where you can actually get in there and not wait in get line. Get through. It, it turns into Disneyland uh, so fast. But I've been there a couple of times. Uh, luckily, well, I've had Super Bowl tickets. So when you have the Super Bowl ticket, you get to go in on Sunday with just Super Bowl ticket holders. They don't let anybody else in. So it goes from 200,000 people, no joke, to down to the 70 that'll be at the game. And they're not all, it's, the thing's why It feels huge with 50,000 people in it. And I was there uh, when it was in town here. I went on a Monday or Tuesday and it was empty. And I got to run through the whole thing. And it is an, they do an amazing job putting that, just making it fun and museum-y. And you get to see all the cool stuff and and the Lombardi trophies and all the Super Bowl rings are there. And then all the Pick games. Pick up a camera on your way out. Yeah, you grab a $100,000 <laughs> camera and you walk out the door from Video West. They just leave them laying around. But, yeah, it's uh, it's worth going. If you can take today and do it, it's worth doing it. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, forget it. It's going to be an ass show downtown in a huge way. But, it will, you know what, we'll deal with it. I, was, I had dinner with our boss man trip on Saturday. And he goes, it's just one week. It's going to be a pain in the ass, but it's just one week. And my boy, he's absolutely right. So we won't see him all week then, right? He's probably out of town. No, he's got stuff to do. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's definitely. He's, a lot of appointments. He's in Seattle today. Yeah, he's, he's, he's bouncing around. He's, 
He's being the corporate butterfly today. You guys deal with it. You guys, it's one week. I'm not going to be part of it, <laughs> but it's only one week. And he's not wrong. So we'll just tolerate. And uh, I feel most sorry for people who work up in North Scottsdale because it's going to be all week for you guys. Nuts. But it's beautiful. And the weather. Good Lord. Looking at the West, 75, 76, 75 Saturday, Friday and Saturday, and Sunday. It's going to yeah, be perfect. Yep. Chamber of Commerce. The worst part is it's all going to be televised. If you don't like football, you probably like golf. If you don't like golf, you probably like football or both. And it is. we are going to look beautiful on TV. And I can only imagine that the people who live in New Hampshire this weekend who faced Mount Washington 108 degrees below zero with wind chill. Watching this on TV one week after that, thinking, you know, we should leave. We should go there. And then they dragged their ideas over here. Uh, I'm so against. Yeah, people are against Mexican immigration. I'm against in- interstate immigration. You stay where you are. Just, just leave us be. We grew. We're done. The smart people figured it out first. People will say, well, you aren't from here. Yep, but that's the way we are now. So we all kind of made this happen, and that's enough. We, we got to stop being on TV so much. Our Check out the resorts pretty. and then go back. Yeah, home. yeah, yeah. Show up for a couple of weeks. No new residents. That's the deal. We don't want you moving in here because you'll bring your stupid ideas and your nonsense and your I'm from Philly and and then you'll just come here and complain. There's no like you know diversity. Where's the Philly cheese? To? Where's Philly town? We don't want a Philly town. We didn't build one in. You got no Chinatown, right? You ever seen one of those in one of the major cities? It's a dump. There's not one nice Chinatown. There's laundry hanging from building to building. They do it like China. I don't want. I don't want anything about China here. The balloons and stuff. That's fine. The float over is China. We don't care about that. But don't land. The entrance gate is beautiful. <laughs> right. Usually, usually that. Wow, that's kind of neat architecture. You wander like, God, everything smells like weird corn chips and some type of fish. Just go to Lili's. That's where it's hey, at. You're fine. There's Chinese fine. restaurants. Yeah. We don't it's need expanded. a whole, yeah. whole gaggle of it where you look up and you see actual China in action. Nothing about China is appealing to me. We don't want to rebuild it here. <laughs> they don't bring the best parts. It's not like, you know, wall replica. It's the cruddy, you know, gigantic, messy bazaars that they put together. The wet markets. It's, no. I don't want a Chinatown. I was in Chinatown in New York. I was in Chinatown in Los Angeles. And I was in Chinatown in Chicago. All of them are horrible. The best Mexican food I've ever had, Chinatown in Los Angeles. Ever. That's- yeah, I know. Because they, they, they put it on outside. And these Mexicans weren't stupid. They were going, no, it stinks in there, doesn't it, Holmes? <laughs> this is some good stuff. Have a burrito. And I did. And it was amazing. Yeah, it's the same thing when you go to the Chinatown in San Francisco. Ugh. Once you go through the gate. Ugh. It's a dump. It's gross. Yeah, we're always getting blamed. You guys don't have any culture. We got Indians. You go down to the Herd Museum and experience our culture. That's rude. It's racist that you say we don't have culture because the whole place is Indian-based. Not that culture. You know, real stuff like Philly has. Oh, God. <laughs> go give Tom Hanks AIDS again. Get out of here. We got turquoise and kachina dolls. Yeah. We have our... You guys are so tough. The first thing that, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Philadelphia is Hall & Oates. How tough can that city be? <laughs> really, Philly soul, and it's two white guys. That's how your badass city is. I'll keep them, though. I like them. I love Hall yeah. & Oates, but that's not a city I'm sitting there flexing behind. You guys watch it. We're from Philly. We'll throw Hall & Oates at you. I'm like, all right. I'm not afraid of you. You're I just, can't go for that. You're just <laughs> loud and short. That's all. Anyway, did you guys watch the Grammys last night? 
I saw one category, the best rap album, and yeah. then I went back the, and forth. And between, uh, I checked out the Jimmy Fallon's Password. Well, I was oh watching Jimmy Fallon's yeah. Password as uh, anxiety on television. Uh, they had the, actually, the Grammys were pretty good last night. They did a 50th anniversary of hip-hop celebration with The Roots. It was, was Fallon there? I mean, the roots were there. No, so no he had Fallon, to show up. He, well, they probably had him tied to something. Like, <laughs> I gotta get out there. I gotta be part of this. I'm 50 years of hip hop. Is me? He's trying to run off the passwords oh, yeah. to get over there. <laughs> the uh, the 50 years of hip hop thing was ridiculously cool, and uh, they had like I kept going, "Who's that? Who's that?" And it was like, I think Sugar Hill Gang, the remaining members of that, and uh, all these people just kept popping up. And then Busta Rhymes came out and just devastated the stage and run dmc what's left of them and boom 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 and, and they put it was one long song and it was unreal how good it was and it was all quest love from uh the roots uh, put this whole thing together and it was like get up and dancing remember last year at the super bowl halftime show like kind of like holy crap is this good yeah it was it that it was that good it was pretty amazing my favorite part of the grammys last night was uh right before harry styles uh performed he was introduced by his uh, producer and longtime friend, good like a best friend and the guy who produces him. And he told the story about how he doesn't call Harry Styles Harry anymore. He calls him Gary. And the reason he calls him Gary is because he wants him to remember who he is. Everybody else knows him as Harry. He knows him as who he really is. So he's changed his name to kind of make him like, you're Gary. Deep down, I know who you are. So let's not blow up the uh, ego and the let's not lose ourselves in this you know, tempest of fame, I'm going to call you Gary to bring you back down to earth. The man's name is Kid Harpoon, who said that. And I laughed for a half hour, and they're like, Kid Harpoon wants to keep Harry Styles' ego in check. And that comes from yeah. Kid Harpoon. <laughs> I'm Kid Harpoon. You think that's probably how the conversation... Hey, you know, I'm feeling pretty great about myself right now. Um, I don't know, maybe Olivia Wilde and I are going to do something nutty. Hey, look, I have to tell you something, uh, Harry. I'm going to start calling you Gary because you're getting a little big for your britches, don't you think? Do you think so, Kid Harpoon? Do you think I'm the one getting big for me britches, Kid Harpoon? Names are important, aren't they? Kid Harpoon. <laughs> he, wants, he had to tell people, call me Kid Harpoon. That's my, but your name's Trevor. No, it's Kid Harpoon now. I'm feeling, pretty, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I want people to know me as Kid Harpoon. But he keeps other people down, you know. Like, let's not Keep go. Keep grounded. Look, Harry Styles. The stage name of yours that is your actual name. I'm not going to go with that name. I'm going to call you Gary. Meanwhile, you call me Kid Harpoon, and we're going to keep each other in check. Kid Harpoon. Harry Styles won the night with the big uh, win at the end. And everybody's crying that it's, uh, you know, a conspiracy against Beyonce that uh, weird white people from England will beat her every year for uh, album of the year. Even uh, though she is Adele beat record too? holder. She's got Adele beat her a few yeah. years ago, Beck beat her, Taylor Swift beat her, and now Harry Styles. Wow. So, you know. Jay-Z and her got to be pissed. Oh, well, they, they win all the other awards. She's got 32 total Grammys and Queen Bay. Uh, didn't leave early enough to make it to the uh, performance. She missed what the first the award because she was she late. off this oh. uh, Hungarian-British conductor, yeah. Sir George Salty. Yeah. He had 31. He was pretty good. That guy, that guy had it together. People remember him. It's a record you break and you're just, you know, it's, it's like DiMaggio's streak. Just, everybody knew about it. But Beyonce has more Grammys than anyone else. But how about going into it? She's like, I'm going to get it this year. I just need four to yeah, pass him. She got him. Got him. Well, she got three earlier in the day and then one during the broadcast. And, and the one that she got earlier 
said, oh, she's not able to make it. She's stuck in traffic. Yeah, she wasn't there. She didn't even show up for the first one. Uh, just say she's not coming till later. Well, no, she, they had a table and everything. They yeah. thought she'd be there, and she was, she was trapped in traffic. She was one of the few. But uh, it's that record that she's got is kind of misleading to me because, like, say the Beatles, for instance, or Whitney Houston even. Um, they didn't have, they weren't nominated 30 times a year with best uh, electric dance, best pop, best this. Like, the ca- there's a hundred more categories than there used to be. So it's easier to win, like, multiple Grammys in a night. If you have an album that did well, it's going to be nominated in several different categories. And, you know, it's got best R&B, best pop, best vocal, best pop duo, best this. And all you have to do is have a couple of hits on it, and you're going to walk away with some amazing stuff. So she's it's a little misleading to me that Taylor Swift and Beyonce are the greatest musicians of all time, according to the Grammys, because of how many they've won. Um, Mary J. Blige has 16. And she's, you know, she hasn't done anything since the early 90s, but she keeps collecting them, too. And it's, Someone know. made a list of uh, artists that have never won a Grammy. Nickelback. Wow. Beach Boys. That's amazing. Surprise there. Yeah. Elvis uh, only won three, and they were all for gospel songs. Journey. I'm trying to think a bit. Journey never uh, got a Grammy. Yeah. Wow. That is Heart. shocking. Wow, those are some big Katie ones. Katy Perry. Nominated That's, 13 times. That is actually shocking. I'm surprised, yeah. yeah, yeah if, if she's Taylor in, and everybody else has gotten them. She's in the world of pop everything. So, again, she gets the dance. The I mean, they have a dance category. It's the exact same thing. It just eliminates some of the R&B and folksy rock stuff. He's been nominated. She was up there with, uh, she said, 13 nominations. 15 nominations. Never got one. Joe Satriani. Wow. Yeah. 14 nominations for Dirk, Dirk Bentley. 16 nominations for Snoop Dogg. Never, Never got, got one. one. Well, Dr. Dre got a, they named an award after him last night. And he got a the first annual Dr. Dre's Awesome Award. Oh, he deserves it. Absolutely. He changed the game completely. It was an interesting show, though. They did a lot of neat stuff. The one thing I did kind of think of, though, every time Lizzo got to talk, she talks about being fat. And, you know, just because I look different, just because I'm body positive, just because I'm this. She goes up and talks about how fat she is all the time. And everybody's like, yay. Positive with a right big broad she is. That's body positive. But you know what Sam Smith didn't do when he won? Talked about how fat he was. What DJ Khaled never does? Goes up there and talks, well, I'm fat, y'all. You know that, right? That's the reason you have to like me because I'm fat. Like, it's this weird thing when the when it's a fat woman that it's, you know. You have to make it like a bigger deal than it is. And it's a fat guy. And he's just, I mean, all I thought was Sam Smith's fat. He looks really fat. Right? He's got huge boobs, which maybe he's growing on purpose. <laughs> like Kim did the song with him. Yeah. Well, How was that? Did you watch the performance? Yeah, and that was Winners. Great. And they won, and that was awesome. And Kim Petras accepted the award as the first trans everything. And everybody clapped like crazy. And and then, uh, you know, they always talk about, like, they're, Lizzo's not the first fat woman to win a Grammy. It's not like she's breaking ground being fat. And then, uh, you know, the lesbians that go up and, and say, you know, my life, Katie Musgrave and that kind of, they always, uh, Casey Musgrave, they talk about like uh, being lesbians and it's a big deal. And my life found, you're not the first lesbian to win a Grammy it, just because you're out more. Plenty of lesbians, plenty of uh, rug munchers have won Grammys in the past and never once did. They went up and made it about the music, not about where they stick their tongue. You know, it's a... Not like Harry Styles went up there and go, I have, I have literally eaten some of the best in Hollywood. This is pretty amazing. And also, by the way, I have a good album you guys gave me to think. But, I mean, think of the I'm going to eat now. 
that I've got these Grammys for album of the year. I am a eating machine, and you guys should all stand up and clap for heterosexuality. Nobody ever would do it. It's weird. It's just a weird thing just that they act like they're their first. Support. Thank. Okay, but thanks, the, uh, queer nation, for your support, like Beyonce did. Right, she you know, thanked the queer thank community it. for uh, inventing the category of pop dance electric music, and, the, and they all went nuts. Yeah, that's us. Nice job, queers. I didn't know we could call you that. Did all the fatties get excited when Lizzo's up there talking about? Yes. It? Okay. And everybody, but it's like they act like they're the There's first a bunch person. of Pringles cans pop. I mean, <laughs> didn't Mama Cass win? I thought she won awards. Too, yeah. I mean, she's. She was big and fat, and look what happened to her. Died eating a ham sandwich. Nobody was surprised. If if the news came down, Lizzo choked on a ham sandwich today, would be like, well, let's see, did she? Maybe, probably. I would assume that uh, the mamas and papas got something. California she was nominated dreaming. four times, won once. Yeah, she could sing the she could sing the lights out. For Monday, Monday. Big fat people have been winning awards all the time, and Lizzo acts like she's the first fat person to ever walk on a stage. The DJ Khaled went up there right after, and I'm like, he's fatter than she is, and he never mentions. I got to go. He doesn't do anything, but another one, which is what he does at the buffet. That guy's huge. But fat dudes never get credit for being body positive. Women, first things first, just go, ugh. And then Lizzo had to sit next to Adele all night long and see what's possible, because Adele looks amazing now. I remember when Adele was fat and positive and then lost all her weight, and all those same people that were on her side hated her. For bettering herself, they got all mad. And then Lizzo had to sit next to her, and Adele had to be like, No, that's all right. You can eat it. Oh, you sure, Adele? <laughs> yeah, that, you can have my half. I don't eat like I used to. It's not, it's not for me. You're not going to eat the dessert. Two for me, then. That's right, Lizzo. We should talk about future diabetes. You can, lose your, you can lose your feet. You going to eat that? No, you can have it. It's about damn time. <laughs> I've been staring at that for half hour. Did they wheel Ozzy up? Or no, he's not. He's not participating anymore. It was a good show, though. All in all, it was pretty entertaining. It was a little bit boring. And boy, I tell you what, that Taylor Swift, she's human ambient to me. Every time she stands up, I look at her. I'm like, I'm getting sleepy. Get her off the TV. She's boring. Her boring face and her boring hair and her boring music. She's just boring. Is it me or did it used to seem like? The Grammys were one of those things you would like make sure you watch. I forgot it was on yeah. last night. Appointment. Yeah. I TV. was watching Password yeah. with Fallon. <laughs> I mean, that's how bad it was. And how about that show? Oh, is that like the most anxiety riddled nightmare <laughs> ever? He gets so amped up when somebody gets a password right. Man. And then if you go back and watch the old password with Alan Ludden, Betty White's ex husband, and it is a casual, like, you know, tick talk. Correct. That's it. That's yeah. the thing. Jimmy yeah. does it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jimmy. Okay. Tick. Talk. Oh, my God. We got it. And these <laughs> balloons and confetti every time someone does anything. And I see why it. I get so excited, though, sometimes. Because it's on the fifth or sixth clue where they finally get cornhole or tennis. <laughs> oh, I watched I mean, that one. Just, then they're idiots. Love? They're, yeah. That? Oh, it's crazy. And when they miss one, he just... Oh! He throws his head into the counter. Say words, you asshole. You're driving me insane. Yeah, you just, you need like, a, you know, some sort of a psychiatrist and a pill to watch <sighs> that show. It's so crazy. And the celebrities start falling into it. Like normal celebrities start bouncing off the walls. 
Fallon's cocaine. Ham, John Ham. He's human yeah. cocaine. Ham was a little bit, he was still trying to be cool, but he Playing was starting along. to fall for it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll get into it. He starts cool, and, yeah. then, initial, and then you can't help but just. like, those are the best clues yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, I got nothing. So. Yeah, it is the weirdest. I don't know. We have a someone, that, a new member of EGOT. Yeah, I know. So Viola Davis, she got herself a Grammy yesterday, and now she's an EGOT. 18, right? 18 EGOTs now? People? I think so, yeah. That's pretty impressive. What's an EGOT? Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's only 18 people who have one. Uh, it's a pretty amazing list, and she got one yesterday for reading her book. <laughs> they give you an award for that now. Best performance reading your own book. I'm like, oh, Did hey. Chappelle go up and accept his honor and thank the, thank the LGBTQ? Yeah. Thank the queers for uh, inventing all that stuff. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a weird thing, but no, they do all that all the stuff for four hours. They start that show at noon. I, I went to the Grammys once, and uh, I had to do a pre-interviews for everybody, and it was nine in the morning. And we're do they're doing all the sound checks and stuff, and you're listening to literally listening to Elton John and and you two and all these people performing in the background while you're interviewing stuff, and then then people start showing up. You're like, what's going on? Like, oh, they got the pre-show. For like three hours, they're handing out awards before the show starts. It's crazy. And it's, you know, all the executives. It's, it's executive stuff. It's the, uh, you know. Behind the scenes. Uh, really boring things. Best, best executive engineer. producer of yeah. soundtrack. From, exactly. You know. Yeah. Best soundtrack production. Yeah. Best this. Best con- composers. All that. But boring stuff. And then they managed to whittle it down to like 80 awards for the broadcast. And it's a long day. But... Yeah, just keep it, Brady. Kid Harpoon wants you to know to keep it in check. You know, your name's important. Let's not get too full of ourselves there. I'm going to start calling you Brody. Just, you know, so you know that I'm, you're not as, you're not as big a deal as you think you're. And by the way, you call me the magic man. (laughs) I'll be magic man and you're just going to be Brody, the guy who's a little bit full of himself. Meanwhile, magic man's going to go on TV for a second. I'll be right back. The day they cut off Lizzo's feet from the diabetes won't be sad. There'll be an I told you so moment from everybody else going, Lizzo, I understand you're positive. It's good for you. but And I don't buy into that, you know, magazines make girls. I don't buy that argument. It's like the pressure, the pressure. It's all you. Because every boy growing up watched a specimen of an athlete and, and knew Eh, not many of these guys in the world, and probably not going to be me. We all knew deep down, as we admired me in my youth, you know, very misguidedly watching Dave Kingman hit 460-foot home runs in Wrigley Field, thinking that guy is everything I want to be. Well, I'm not 6'6", 215, you know, swinging this giant stick and crushing baseballs. I couldn't do it. And it didn't. it wasn't unfair. I never once said, it's not fair. These pro athletes are so gifted genetically, and they look so great. We don't do it, and it's the, that that artificial pressure is put on by you the and first you alone. For a man, you know, it took years to finally complete. But David, uh, the statue, yeah, people see that. I want to be that chisel. And- I, I watch Hard Knocks, and there's nothing that makes me feel worse as a human being than than when those dudes walk around with their shirts half up, and they look like the uh, mannequins at Dick's uh, Sporting Goods, which are also kind of intimidating. But it never once makes – all I look at that and go, i got to work a little harder to even be close to that. And I, I don't have that build. I'm just not physically gifted that way. And, and, and because you talk about it and – Well, that's what men want. Women – since when do you fight for what men want? 
Every time uh, we tell our wives what we like, they do the exact opposite. Those, those, those pants look great. I hate these pants. And the next thing you know, they got their bare pants on. Like, what just happened? You're just saying that. All right. Well, never mind. I think your hair looks beautiful. Ugh. Changing it tomorrow. <laughs> All right. It has nothing to do with us and what we want. It doesn't. You think the Kardashians were doing what men wanted or what the NBA wanted, and then it became what women are like, oh, I guess that's what everybody wants. Uh-uh. It's pressure you put on yourself. I just don't buy it. If somebody just told you, you're, you're, if you look at magazines and feel pressure, you're doing that. The magazines aren't doing it. Men's health, intimidating if you wanted to stare at it all day and go, Jesus, I'm a slob. But we don't. Dudes go buy that and go, that's a handsome bet. And he probably works real hard. Anyway, here's my Pringles, and I'm going to grab a thing of Oreos. And... We don't get mad at society for putting out great-looking dudes on. I, everybody I watch on TV, as far as the, that I idolize, is a specimen of a man. So much more than I'll ever be. So much more than I'll ever be. And you know what I do? Tip the cap. Great work, kid. Man, did you try harder than me in that department. You look great, and here I am. I look like E.T. when they found him in the field. Uh, nothing I can do about it. I mean, there's something I can do about it. I'm not going to, though. Anyway. I'll you have de- a good glow. I'll develop a personality. <laughs> oh, oh, ladies, did you hear that? That's a thing. That's why fat girls always get laid. They're usually pretty fun. i got to be nothing else going on. Right. They develop a personality. Yeah. They recognize, well, I'm not trying as hard as these bitches, so. I'm going to tell jokes and stories and play video games. I'm going to be fun. Eh, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm with her, but she's a blast. She's eating me out of house and home, though. Uh, yeah, the Grammys were fun last night, though. It was. Uh, it's not one of the better like Grammy nights because you're like, eh, everybody's kind of average. Harry Styles went, that, I have that album. I had it for two weeks. I was pretty on it. And I'm like, hmm, a couple of great little pop songs, but the rest of it's a drag. And rock, once again, not at all close to being represented because it's dead. And we, we keep it alive here as best you can because it's still got an audience. But as far as mass appeal goes, you know, I'll get, I'll get emails from us. We watch the Grimm's old pop crap. Where's the rock? You tell us. You tell me. Because yeah. tell me where great rock albums were this year that, you know, and don't say it's impossible because if it were bigger, there'd be radio stations and uh XM and and your Spotify would push it. There aren't any rock bands doing anything new. Back in the early 90s when grunge hit, it took over the Grammys. I mean, you saw a lot of like holy crap moments where the Grammys were like, we better embrace this. Rock can still do it. It's just, there's a few decent things, but nothing major and nothing mass appeal to where they want to put it on TV. So it's rock. So it's the same thing as women looking at magazines. It's rock's own fault for breaking itself down into seventy-seven categories of grindcore, hardcore, metalcore, and you're a pussy for not liking. It. And rock fights with itself more than anything else, and then wonders why it's not represented at all every year. Best country album, Willie Nelson. Yeah, I know. Well, they know he's dying. He's ninety something. Then Smokey Robinson came out and did some stuff. And he's, he's got an album 82. coming out. No, he won a he won like a Vanguard award or something. He's eighty two years old. I know. There's he, a he, smile on my face. I'm like he still hits the high notes. He's eighty two. That, that's sir. why he's rolling out his his next album. I think he's it's almost done. It's called Gasms. <laughs> is it? Yes. Is that real? I'm, he's still shooting them. Those piercing blue eyes. I look. I'm like he's eighty two. He's he looks better than me. Damn. Now he looks better than I have ever looked. 
at age 82. I've never looked as good. Like, if you stood any version of me in my first 50 years next to Smokey Robinson, 82 years old, Smokey wins every time. If there's a smile on my face. What 82-year-old can hit that note? So they're trying to fool the public. I'm going to bang your wife today. <laughs> and he can. He pops the blue pill. He gets that weird 82-year-old boner. and You're staring at some surgery and some blue eyes. He looks great. He and Stevie doesn't age. Stevie Wonder's 72. He was on stage. Looked great. He finally embraced that he's bald. He just lets the just braids go. He has a hat on, which it's, it's time. And what went viral was uh, Ben Affleck's expression. No, he was table. bored. He was bored beyond belief. He, was, he did not want to be I there. I saw a couple of pictures like, wow. Yeah, ben doesn't want to be there. Well, he's not allowed table. to drink anymore. In public, that's true. And so that's a long, yeah, so that's a five-hour night of him like getting ready. And he's like, like, "Thank God we got." Or it's miserable. You're stuck in traffic, yeah. and you still gotta. And you're surrounded by alcohol and uh, drugs. You know, Smokey did a couple bumps backstage. That's what he's known for. Let's do this. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy how good he was, but uh, yeah, it was it was entertaining enough. Better, and it's my first Sunday without football in twenty weeks, so. You didn't watch any Pro Bowl? No. I, I, if I wanted to watch kids play that football, was terrible. I oh, I watched, my God. We were at a restaurant, and it was on. And I was like, why Why <laughs> am I watching? They're not even wearing helmets. They're not trying. They're just running around. They're not even trying. And Snoop Dogg and Pete Davidson are the coaches. I mean, that's the first, uh, first or I, I guess, get, Eli. At one. least Pete's like, what am I doing here? Yeah, yeah. He had no business there. It was dumb. And they filled the stadium. Packed. Vegas' stadium was packed full for six Bad flag football games. There's and in so between, much- <laughs> they had, uh, you know, they tried to do it like the dunk contest, but the best pass catch yeah. between Stefan Diggs and... Um, yeah, trying to set up great catches. St. Brown. In a couple years, yeah. Uh, Playing yeah. tic-tac-toe with the, uh, with the kickers and stuff like that. Which I think it is kind of was- neat, because they do that in hockey, where they shoot for the edges and then the middle. <laughs> I was just bored. But I don't want to watch I'm just that. No. I can't imagine being in that stadium. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, the skills competition from the second deck had to be like, well... We could be gambling. We're in Las Vegas. This is the worst thing we could be doing in Vegas, but for the experience. There's so much to do in Vegas, and you're over at that? You're, Come on. And you got the worst seats in the house staring down at, uh, you know, Robbie Gould banging one off the, the upright. Yeah, I, nobody watches football for the skills contest. Uh, anyway, let's get a wake-up song, shall we, for a weird week here in Phoenix. going to get strange, uh, but we got your back. Don't worry about it. Just remember, chip on your shoulder, a little bit rude. If a five foot five inch dude with a great big beard and a green shirt gets in your car, Uber driver, the first words out of your mouth are, where the f you want to go? Oh, I'm from Philly. <laughs> I know. I could smell it. That's it. If somebody gets in an orange shirt, they'll probably be kind of polite and just in awe of the size of things. Can't get over how sprawling this town is. Oh, you're from Kansas City? These buildings. Yeah, we've got buildings. Kansas City has buildings, too, but not this far apart. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're going to yeah, welcome Dor- Dorothy from Oz. We'll get you in here. Uh, yeah, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. There it is. That's what I like to hear. Well done, Alliance. There is the uh, Apaches giving us our theme song for 2023, and it makes me happy every day. Thank you, Alliance. Uh, They just got emails, and I didn't know if it was yesterday or today, but it was yesterday. The Eagles and the Chiefs both have touched down. They are in town. And I think they have the big uh, intro show tonight, the NFL Welcome to the Super Bowl show, and they do this big... You know, they have introductions of the team, and they make it a big red carpet event and stuff like that. A lot going on all week long. press day? Is that? Press day is usually tomorrow because it would be the player's day off. And uh, Craig Gass is coming in here in a little bit, and he's going to go do that for us because he has access to everything. We still don't know how, but Craig Gass has access to all of it. He will down, uh, be on media row uh, goofing around, talking to people, getting his nose in there, and I don't know how he does it. I've seen... I've seen Craig Gass do things that no human should get away with and has just really taken the whole act like you've, you're supposed to be there theory and putting it in action. He's, he's better than Obi-Wan about telling guards and stuff, I'm going in there. Like, the droids you're looking for? These are not the droids you're looking for. And then he wanders in. I got a suite at a Suns game for the finals. This was not easy to get. People with tickets, I had to go down and get them. Like I was giving tickets to these to the people, and I had to go down to get them at the bottom of the the uh, escalator because there was just we're gonna make sure these are legit. This one's not bouncing off this one. They had so many security measures in place. We get up to the suite. I get a tap on my shoulder in the suite. There's Craig. He did not have a ticket. Hey, buddy. I said, "How'd you do that?" And he goes, "Found this back door, climbed this ladder, and I'm on the second floor." I'm like, "What kind of ladder?" The ladder is one of those wall ladders. <laughs> It is, it is it is a straight up and down super ladder. And he found it and thought, I'll climb that and see what that leads to. And he ended up in our suite. And he had a plate of cookies already. I don't know. He was amazing. So the guy has access to everything. And for the Super Bowl, it's legitimate. But he used to sneak in every sporting event ever. And he's done it so long. The best one. A lot one. of people like, I mean, he, he networks. It's not even networking with the right people. He networks with... He thinks with vendors, with people who are fans of his that might have, you know, beer guys, that with the thing in Cleveland. Yeah, come on in. He was at the game seven of the World Series with the Cubs and Indians, had second deck seats, big upper decker seats. If you notice at the end of the game when Bill Murray's cheering for the Cubs, the guy sitting next to him is Craig Gass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Third row in off first baseline. And he's filming it and he's like, Craig Gass is part of. Chicago Cubs history and lore because one of the shots is of Eddie Vedder, um, Bill, Murray. Bill Murray, Bonnie Hunt, and a bunch of other celebrities sitting there cheering, longtime Cub fans, and there's crying dipstick Craig Guest standing there with his phone right in the middle of the mix because a guy recognized, hey, you're the guy, I know you, you're the comedians, like, yeah, I love you, man, you need one of these, and he gives them this band that gets you down to the VIP thing, and Craig's like, well, if I can get VIP, I can get... Down front, right? Just flashes the thing like you're supposed to be there, walks right to the front, sits down next to Bill Murray. 
Nobody says a thing, because who's going to know? He's got the band. He is remarkable. So we have uh, pretty much hired him for no pay at all. He was going to do this anyway. But he's going to come in and just be part of this Super Bowl celebration. It's, uh, it'll be on his Twitter first and then back with us the next day, his stories. <laughs> it, it's going to be amazing. His, is he our Radio Row guy? He's or? our yeah. – well, he's, well, look, we're just borrowing it. We're his – we're kind of borrowing him. Okay. So – it's not like he works for us. We're basically saying, all right, Craig, go nuts and come back and tell us your stories. But he'll be here this morning with whatever he's going to do. And he's already told me, I got passes for the Tuesday night thing. You're coming with me. I'm like, I don't even know what it is. Me neither. But we're going in and we're, there's going to be this, this, and it's like amazing stuff. I'm like, I'll go with you. So we'll see what, what happens with what with Craig. But it's uh, he's going to be here. And the teams are here. And everybody's uh, starting to get all involved and crazy about that. I remember going to the airport when the Steelers played the Super Bowl here in, uh, back in 95, 96 Super Bowl, 95 season. And that entire tarmac, I don't know if you're still allowed to do what we did, which was just wander around the airport tarmac. I would assume not. I wouldn't think so anymore. But, I mean, they just they had a little section for us, and we watched the Steelers get off the plane. U.S. Airways plane pulls up, and there they were. Uh, just it was crazy, uh, hundreds and hundreds of people just standing on the runway. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think they do the greetings anymore. I don't know they... how they do it. If they do it, they corralled us pretty good, but we were wandering about. It was a, uh, it was a lot of moving around in places, that, but nobody thought, "Well, I'm going to blow up a plane. I'm going to be silly." And no, and we weren't. We weren't, and you could kind of tell we were all hyper focused on watching the boys get off the plane and cheering wildly. It was pretty fun. So I understand that that excitement. That's a pretty fun thing to feel. And the Chiefs landed, and then the Eagles landed, and, and soon their fans will be here too. And blah. Yeah. Some guy said, uh, he emailed me, and he goes, the best thing about uh, what I was talking about with uh, other people talking about, city said, I had a city planner go, hey, Phoenix doesn't have a good skyline like New York or Philly or Chicago. And he's like, yeah, well, I guess you shouldn't stay, which is the proper <laughs> answer. That's the proper thing to say. What's going on with your skyline? You got no tall buildings. Yeah, see, we did it right where we wisely decided to make the sprawling building five stories and not uh, an eyesore of stupidity uh, because the land used to be cheaper. And also, we're not landlocked. We can go for forever and ever and ever. So we don't need to go 80 stories into the sky. We have a very uh, subdued skyline. It is kind of goofy, but if you're looking at it from, you know... Uh, Piestawa Peak. It's a small skyline. It's a beautiful, like, little building. It's, uh, you know, nothing special. We don't have a lot of great architecture, but some nice stuff. That's why I guess you don't like our skyline. You should probably go back to Philly and smell the garbage that's on your uh, everywhere. It's the dumpiest city I've ever been to in my life. Oh, I'm from Philly. I'm not listening to that. I guess you should leave. Turn the radio station off and get back in your plane or whatever it is, your carriage, and head home. Kansas City, you're fine. But we're, we're not at all. You, nobody screams, oh, I'm from Kansas City. I'm not listening to that. Okay. <laughs> Cities that scream, that their their citizens shout out where they're from every time something happens. It's like, oh, this complex you have about how tough you are. Hall and Oates. Tom Hanks with AIDS. That's all I'm going to say to you every time I hear, well, I'm from Philly. Hanks with AIDS. What do you mean? That's what we think of. Broken Bell. Hanks with AIDS. That's it. Hall and Oates. We got every. We got the Flyers. We got hockey. We got hockey. Uh, Enough. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> it's, it's borderline, but we've got it. Don't start screaming like you're the only town with hockey either. 
You're just a bunch of dicks. I mean, you could replace the word Philly with the word asshole. Hey, the, the guy come over. The Uber driver says something. Hey, I'm an asshole. I'm not dealing with this. That's basically what you're saying. Every, every What normal people hear when you say I'm from Philly is I'm a huge asshole. So I did this next. Thanks, Philly. If you guess, I don't like Philly. I still think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Which is Philly? just going to be an intolerable Sunday night to Monday morning. Ugh. Oh, and I feel bad for the people on probably Allegiant or Spirit Airlines that have to do three stops with Philly fans all the way back to <laughs> probably they land in Wilkes-Barre or something. They don't even go through to Philly. It's going to be so loaded up with Coco Pellies and Dream Catchers. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. You know, I'm from Philly. I shouldn't have bought this turquoise guy. <laughs> this little weird dude trying to blow himself. I thought it was hilarious. It's a Coca Pelli. That's a flute. Oh! I'm from Philly. A guy bent over like that's blowing himself. Thanks, Philly guy. Uh, we shot down the balloon. I'm very excited about the balloon being shot down because it adds to the story. Biden said it'd shoot it down on Wednesday. They're like, let's hold out. It gets over into the Atlantic. Everybody goes nuts that we had an F-19 or something <laughs> just pop the balloon. <laughs> it did exactly what they said it wouldn't do. They couldn't shoot it down over the... Uh, the states because they were worried it would just start floating all over and collateral damage it was exactly what happens when you pop a balloon it deflates and it just sinks to the earth it wasn't you know just spinning all over like a party balloon it was what you'd do if a hot air balloon blew up china said last week oh oh yeah one of our balloons oh uh, we'll look into it we're not sure but don't shoot it down they didn't know what it was and then came back with the story that it was a weather balloon that had gone off course wouldn't there wouldn't you know that? And we had wouldn't another that, wouldn't one. That, wouldn't that be your first answer? Yeah, you found it. We had a weather balloon that went bananas, and we've been looking for it. And we haven't. It, it isn't reporting back, so we didn't know where it went. So it's it's just floating around doing nothing. But the, the, their second day answer was it's a weather balloon that we lost and didn't tell anyone about losing. Like if I was China or the United States, and we had a big weather balloon that kind of went off course, wouldn't you call Russia? Heads up. Yeah, heads up, guys. We lost a balloon. You, shoot it down. It's a weather balloon. We don't care. So we shoot it down, and China's first thing is, oh, you've ruined relationships with us. Thanks a lot. What were they going to do? Come get it? Or just wait for it to float home? Just let it float around. Yeah. Well, it's been floating for how long? They haven't come gotten it yet. <laughs> well, they're not allowed to come get it. So it's we're going to shoot your balloon down, if you don't mind. It's just a weather balloon, right? Oh, yeah, no big deal. Just uh, oh, shoot it down. That's uh, bad relations. Bad relations. <laughs> How is that bad relations? Is all you're doing is collecting weather data, and you didn't even know it was missing. Still, we rack our stuff back. We're shooting it down. It's probably a bunch of knockoff NFL jerseys in that thing. <laughs> That's probably what it was. Yeah, dropping a patch. Oh, yep. Wouldn't that be great if we popped it and just tons and tons of Cincinnati Bengals World Champions shirts <laughs> shot out? Getting rid of waste. Getting rid of all our dumb stuff. That's how they get it over to Africa. The, yeah, the airdrop it. But yeah, if you didn't know you had a balloon, like anymore, like oh, we lost our balloon, don't tell anyone. And then somebody goes, is this your balloon? And you're like, yeah, that's ours. But give it back. I'm like, no, it's not doing anything bad. We're going to shoot it down then. If there's if there's no consequence to your weather data collection, uh, they're pissed off. They're pissed off that we shot their stupid balloon down. Well, the other thing is... is uh Evidently, we've been watching a lot of balloons over the years. Oh, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, oh, if you haven't seen oh, these. Oh, yeah, we had three over there. Galveston, Atlanta, Texas. These Chinese balloons are all over. 
So that that's another thing that makes me feel like the whole thing is a lie, is that suddenly the government's like, we're shooting it down. You're the ones who just a day ago told me that there's like 15 of them. We've, you've never once shot one down. Suddenly we see it. We looked at it, and you're like, yeah, we got to shoot these down now. Well, what about the other ones that you've been bragging about knowing that have been floating around above us? Did you hear the, uh, in, in South Carolina, they had to make announcements and put out on the, uh, do not shoot at the balloon. <laughs> well, you know, hillbillies people are ready. pumping rounds at it. <laughs> it was still a little high. If you got to get a plane <laughs> but still, ascending there were shots fired. Yeah. yeah. Of course there were. I think I can get to it. Hold my bear. Hold this for a second. I'm Boop. taking down one of them chinky balloons right now. <laughs> nope, I missed by a mile. <laughs> I missed by a lot. That thing's far away. Look closer to me for some reason. <laughs> He's got a spotter. Yeah. To the left. The wind is... uh Three, three clicks for the wind. Three clicks left. I think I got this thing, Bob. You take it down, man. You take down China for all us <laughs> in the Palmetto State. <laughs> okay. Hold my, the, hold my natty yeah, light. Hold my natty. I ain't drinking no Kieran. I know it's from over I, there somewhere. Yeah, you, right same, now. But you take a sip of that beer, I'll know. <laughs> you keep that in your left hand, your non-drinking hand. You spot me. They try to hook it. Then they can, when you put those panels on our house... We get solar power. <laughs> yeah, we can keep it. Get some of that discount Chinese solar power. Stupid. But us shooting it down, we got all proud. We're so dumb. We absorb news so badly. We're so dumb. The day before we shot it down, we were told there's been like 18 of these balloons. By the people who said, we got to shoot this down. All of a sudden, uh, 18, 18 different balloons they've known about. Well, like balloons all over. These Chinese balloons shoot over here all the time. We know about it. We do it to them. But then they acted all tough. I told them to shoot that down. I felt real sorry for Joe Biden last night because his wife was a presenter at the Grammys. And she didn't even go on stage till 9 p.m. our time. He didn't see He's that. out. He was there. They could wake him all they wanted. His eyes were still closed. Doing a great job, though. It's not TV. She could have bought a four and he would have been asleep. Oh, I mean, you know. I'm going to take a nap. I'm wake up for I'll wake up for Jill. Shot TV. I'd have it. Go to sleep. But yeah, he was all tough about the balloon. The balloon. Uh, 20 or 30 of these things last month. Shoot it down. Back <laughs> off the president, man. He's getting mean. <laughs> got to shoot that balloon down. Yeah. Can't pop a balloon. Never try to pop a balloon at one of the carnivals. It's not that easy. Sometimes it bounces right off of them. Got to get an F-19 up there to do that. But they, they killed it. And it wasn't very exciting to see. It. I thought it would be more like, I was kind of hoping it was loaded with some sort of Hindenburg gas. And thing would have just gone up in smoke and a self. Like if the Chinese were smart, they would make it so it blow like Mission Impossible just explodes if it ever, it self-destructs. Nah. Now we got divers all over the Atlantic. I was just wondering, as it's spiraling down, you know, you know, they probably are estimating where it might hit. Yeah. Just I'd love to see the scene of all the boats scrambling. Oh, yeah. Like a baseball going into the bay yeah. in San Francisco. People diving and swimming. <laughs> got it. And then they're saying, well, we can't find it. We got divers out there. Like, you didn't watch it land? Like, it's golf. You watch your ball all the way, right? <laughs> it's out there somewhere. We'll get divers in the area. <laughs> You're never going to find anything from that. It's crazy. So good luck with the divers and the balloons. And if you see a balloon overhead this week, it's probably not Chinese. You'll see a couple. You're going to see, see one that's oblonged. That's oh, a blimp. That's a blimp. Don't shoot at it. Yep. 
Hillbillies. If it says Goodyear, uh, you're, you're good. Goodyear. If Snoopy's on it at all, and of course the Chinese are wise, they might paint a Snoopy on it. Don't worry, Justin. Snoopy. Snoopy Baroon. Oh, wow. It's a Rife Insurance thing. Rife Insurance. Snoopy Baroon. Met Rife. Yeah, we'll get balloons and blimps and all sorts of crazy There'll stuff. There'll be a like typo that. on it, though. That's when we know it's Chinese. <laughs> Mid life. Met Rife? That's not right. Ah, oh, we all confused. Uh-oh. So it's uh, a <laughs> just Carrie Lake. <laughs> Carrie Lake is... Is that real? Uh, yeah, it's on her, oh, it's on her gonna, Twitter page. On Carrie Lake's Twitter, she's... Sitting in a field with a gun pointed at the sky, it says, "I'm told there's a balloon that needs to she's be got a twelve gauge. She's, she's got a she's got a buckshot a balloon from five miles into the sky. <laughs> we need to turn her loose this week. Oh man, yeah, we need to we need to let people know that, and we need to cheer for her every time that people think we're insane. Is that wow. real? She's yeah, she is holding a shotgun, looking at the sky. She's balloon hunting out there shooting birds. <laughs> wow. The, the guy That's says, that shotgun will reach about 150 feet above your head. The balloon's about 59,850 above its reach. Stick to losing elections. You're good at that. That's the <laughs> first comment. <laughs> She's a tough guy in the balloon with a mm-hmm. shotgun. Oh, Hilarious. man. Airy Lake. The macho man standing out there oh, doing yeah. her thing. I like her. That's pretty fun stuff. Yeah, so uh, most locals are basically saying they're going to stay put this week. Can't say that I blame them. I did, I did go out on the bike yesterday and hit the trails, and it was whew, packed. And I think a lot of people from out of town were, were on Trail 100 yesterday and Trail 1A because there were a lot of flip-flops thinking that this is just a leisurely stroll. I saw two downed ankles. Uh, and then the, my favorite thing was two guys on bikes that were rented were on top of a hill, and it wasn't a big hill. You, you get to, it's a, you know, the climb that pretty much gasses you right off the yeah. bat, and then you're fine. It's the top of this little hill, and at the top of the hill, uh, these guys were looking around. Over away, there was another dude in a red shirt waving his arms, screaming, <laughs> I'm lost! I'm lost! But you can see the people you're meeting, and there's like a trail. I'm from Philly! Yeah, I'm Good, from Philly. stay there! I'm from Philly! We ain't got this! He's standing at one end of the trail, waving his arms at his friends, who were just screaming, follow the trail. I'm lost. You can see us. <laughs> You're not that lost. He was scared to death. Wow. And he just stopped. about rattlesnakes? Wow. It was a beautiful day, if there's any day to be lost. And by the way, from where I was at that point, you can see houses. You'll figure this out. But the pure panic from the out-of-towner standing in the desert thinking, I got about three hours to live. Uh, I'm not going to have enough water. There's no food out here. Suddenly they think they got to eat bugs and dig up a coyote. And it was the weirdest thing. Like they, and I'm like, I said, I told him to, I'm like, you guys are like one turn away. He's right there. It just looks far because we're up. You drop down this hill, it cuts you back over. Yeah, he'll figure that out. Will he? Because I think he's pretty, pretty resigned to the idea of not moving at this point. He's waiting to be rescued. He wants a helicopter. And there were a few people who uh, were Philly strong, and in that I mean uh, the cheesesteaks that were working some bikes, and they shouldn't have been out there. There was a lot of heavy panting and first-timers that they first day in the, the city, they decided to check out all we've got, and 
There's Enjoy some, the sun you know, poisoning. Well, uh, the sun Hydrating. was the least of my concern for these two. Their hearts were being tested. That's no joke. That ride is like for a first-time yeah. person. You're like, you know, I'm, I'll go mountain biking. We have different mountain bike trails than most places that are kind of smooth and high hills. We have bumps and those rocks are like razor blades and cactus and all that stuff. you got to be smart. But these, there were a couple of... You know, remember those two fat guys from the Guinness Book on the motorcycles? Yeah, a father's son was doing that. Wow! And I passed them, and they're like, "That's amazing." They they could barely move, and the breathing—you could hear them. <laughs> like, hey, Darth Vader, you let's guys wanna do it, Junior. Pull it over. Well, they got halfway through and realized, "Oh no, that's not as beautiful as I thought." This is miserable. I'm I'm blacking out. I'm from Philly. But we're going to see a lot of that. You're going to, Mike. I wonder what what the fan duel over under is on a mountain rescue this week. Got negative be something. You don't. You think? Well, I'm saying oh, 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 it's going to be an easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I think by Thursday we'll have a couple. Camelback is going to be. <laughs> You're not going to win any money on that. No, unless you yeah. go, you have to go the over. Yeah. For every hundred you put down, you get a dollar. Eight rescues yeah. by Thursday. Big money. Yeah, it's as good as betting that DeAndre Ayton's going to get one rebound. You're, you're you're not making much off of that. But yeah, Mountain Rescue, I think it would probably be Camelback. That'll be the most popular one. But I saw a lot of flip-flops yesterday. At, They're and, qualified if you're talking, if you're saying the Philly cheesesteak factor's kicking in. Squall Peak could work just as easy. Squall Peak will like, hurt you. They'll just have to yeah. wheel them down. It's not so much, uh, you yeah, know, bring the helicopters. It's just getting that giant mono wheel. Big wheel. I've seen it in action. I've seen it with a small person, and she barely fit in it. If a uh, big baskets, if a Philly fat got in one of our baskets, they're going to need a double wheel because those Philly fats are large humans. They drag that big Philly fat up that hill, because it doesn't look like much. They're like, "That's a mountain," but you climb Camelback and you from it'll some, get the heart it'll, rate going. You kick your ass, especially if you're Philly fat. With whiz or without, you know. <laughs> With like, oh, whiz. here we go. I think the, the, and Philly fats are, look, I'm from Philly. <laughs> Give me so much whiz on that <laughs> oh, hill. I'm telling I'm you. From, and I'm from Philly. They'll probably put a Rocky statue on top of it if they get there. I'm okay with that, though. That would be kind of neat. <laughs> if the top, you can just barely see a little Rocky statue on top of the back of Camel. Yeah. They don't look like a Camel. It's laying down. Oh, I'm from Philly. Where I get Camel. Oh, God. <laughs> can you just quote your most notable person and say, I can't go for that? Hall and Oates, Philly soul. <laughs> Yep. I'm a man-eater. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wait a minute, pal. Calm her down there. Daryl Andor John. Uh, but, yeah, so we've got all this to look forward to all week. And the NFL experience will be fun. And then you got the Phoenix Open, which is going to be our crown jewel of, they said, 380,000 expected Friday or Saturday. Whoa. That's not total. That's a You're day. You're not getting out of Scottsdale for. Your stuck. Overnight. Yeah, and good luck because the fees for a hotel room are a billion dollars. It's going to be pretty amazing. So we'll see. The city is in a weird funk. It's a it's different than any other Super Bowl that we've had here. For some reason, this one feels huge, and I don't know why. This one has like giant written all over it compared to the ones we've had in the past that didn't really clog up our world. Like this one seems to be like the perfect storm, and still in a phase where hey, it's uh, it's good to get out. We can go to things now. Yeah. They're still in that mode. Even. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm worried. Mountain rescues, I'm guessing the over-under would be, what, three? 
Three That's good mountain good. rescues by Saturday. Because they got to fill time. And it's a, and they're, they've been locked up since October, Philly and Kansas City. So they're going to be outside, 75 degrees, trying to climb Camelback. You see the, the big wheel, basket filled. Oh, that, the, yeah. Patient covered in the uh, flex seal blanket. <laughs> water, water, water. You're going to hear that a lot on the hills. Oh, my ankle, water, water. I need water. Those Philly people are going to be screaming for water. Oh, no, water. You got a water ice? Give me a water ice. We don't have that. Just take a sip of our goddamn water. And I'm from Philly. We need water ice. No. Get some whiz? No, we're not going to give you whiz. You fell down. Whiz. <laughs> Put whiz on it. I'm going to check fries if it's blown out. The whiz is gone. <laughs> oh, the whiz is gone. The full be. industrial cans to Costco whiz is gone. <laughs> Go ahead, whiz. Go ahead, whiz. Put whiz in there. I'm from Philly. I put whiz in my salad. What? No Ugh. hoagie buns? Yeah. <laughs> Good. God damn it. San Francisco is a decent group. I mean, they're a bunch of liberal weirdos, and but the good ones would have shown up. And they want to go home. They don't want to be here. We could have set Carrie Lake loose on those San Francisco libs, and they would have never wanted to come back. <laughs> they would have lost their minds. Carrie Lake shooting at balloons in the sky. We should put hot air balloons up with like a like Chinese writing on them. Just have Carrie Lake taking them down on TV. Just like let her let her go crazy. She's at the border right now. Same outfit. <laughs> Down there just shooting at the sky. Well, let the Mexicans in. I love them compared to people from Philly. What in the world? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Brad's doing a little dance, making a little love. No, it was the wrong, uh, <laughs> wrong track oh. here. Oh, I see what he's doing. Are you bringing her in? Yeah. <laughs> he's here, ladies and gentlemen, shooting at balloons in the sky. Carry the Macho Man Lake. Oh, yeah. Welcome to our beautiful bird, Philadelphia. But don't get too crazy trying to get higher than me, because I'll pluck you out of the sky like a dove in October. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you hit the balloon? I was shooting at the balloon, and you might notice, Brady, that there's no more balloons to worry about Great anymore. shot, Carrie. I plucked. I was shooting high and hard and got her out, baby. Oh, yeah. Carrie the Macho Man Lake don't tolerate no cheeky balloons over her country. What else you got planned today? <laughs> Thanks, Brett. You knew Brett would like that one. You just gotta vote. Oh, yeah. Going to Senate with my shotgun and my one eye closed. Eyeballing those Chinese invaders coming through the sky balloon style. I'm heading to Albuquerque for a little while just for a big turkey shoot practice round. You better not even squint in front of Carrie Macho Man Lake because I'll shoot you dead. <laughs> I'm going to shoot at you, and I'm going to shoot at you, and Tim some guy is going to try to shoot at me, but he's not going to win, because there ain't no beating carry the Macho Man Lake. Now it 
Let's off to Bass Pro Shop Cause I'm gonna get myself a bow and arrow And try to take them down the old-fashioned way Working on all the hunting skills No, I got them too And my golden lasso Like the Wonder Woman that I am We'll pull her down and we'll find out what they know <laughs> Carry the macho men leak out Jesus Christ, that lady is crazy <laughs> She's got 9 a.m. at uh, Sport Clips. I know she's got that hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's yeah, got she Sport Clips. Is that where she gets it? Yeah. Are you making fun of her hair? A <laughs> <laughs> little bit? Mm-hmm. It's short. Oh, sporty. I see. Sporty. Like Sporty Spice. Yeah. I'm calling her a lesbian as well. <laughs> no. Nobody brings my sexuality into question, Bree, without a fight. Now, if you want to have a dick-waving contest, sir, I'm all about it. Because I'm pretty sure that my is longer than whatever God blessed you with. Put the kettlebells down. Never! All right. I wonder who'd win the contest, her or Beth? Oh. Just whipping it out there, I mean. Beth's got a big one. More uh, energy out of Lake right now. I think Carrie yeah. just, Carrie just wins based yeah. on... The energy, yeah. The BDE comes off Carrie. Beth is just just packing. <laughs> Uncle Milty. Beth packs a big punch down south. Just enough to win. She, yeah, she pulls out just <laughs> enough to win. But I think Carrie might give her a run for her money. Carrie has got a big penis. <laughs> I can't believe that post is real. That is hilarious. Anyway. But that would have scared. Imagine San Francisco if they'd have done anything. Uh, Carrie Lake shooting at balloons out in her backyard. Would have, I mean, those liberal loons from San Francisco would have run away from this place. <laughs> Kansas City, just again, you're an innocuous gray face that'll come and go. We won't even notice you. Great barbecue, though. Amazing. Their food's good. And they might complain. Oh, yeah. They'll complain a little bit about the barbecue. But they know they have the best. Eric's Family Barbecue is going to give them a run. Our friend over there at, uh, what's that, Wing Place? Booties. 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 Yeah. Anyway, you know, I'll give you a challenge, but I don't know what to expect. I just know that I'm I'm going to lock up pretty good. I got a couple of things I kind of have to go to, but I'm from, for the most part, I'm going to board it up for the week. Board and Craig are in kind of Mission Impossible? Well, I want to follow Craig around in a Mission Impossible because I'm all about, you know, that Tuesday thing fudging be, through could things. be pretty fun. It's only I don't want to I don't want to go anywhere with Craig Gas where we've got tickets. So you're not going to Gronk's party and uh, maybe like if I if I'm with Craig I'll follow because I am all about that. I went I to apple. Magic's party the last time. I mean things have changed. That was it. That was Jets in '95. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that was a long time ago. But and it was the same to, thing. Guy had tickets and like you want to go? Okay, go. Yeah, you could get into stuff a, then. That was not yeah. a, like now. It's crazy security to get in all of it. Craig can get through. So I, I'm a big believer in act like you're supposed to be there and walk right in. There hasn't. But I use it at like the botanical gardens or the zoo. Like, I don't go to big events and sneak in, although I have. I snuck into SeaWorld once, which was pretty hard to do, and I knocked that out of the yard. Just noticed that there was a door open, and we're standing in line, and I'm like, it goes right to SeaWorld. Let's see. And we popped right in and just acted like we were supposed to be there, and that was it. I do it at Suns games every game. I got that, I faked my way down into that VIP section every game. I say it on the radio, and nobody can stop me. I've got the wristband. You can't. Got a system. You break my system, you break me. Now we're talking. Yeah. 
I love breaking and entering. <laughs> love it. And Craig's the best at it. So if I go out with Craig and it's just tickets and, like, what's the point of this, being with you? Find me that ladder. Let's get up on top of this thing and do some damage. Get into the good VIP section. We'll see. But, yeah, I got a couple of events that I've, I've agreed to go to that I'm like, Ugh. once I get there, I'll be fine. But the process is going to be brutal. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't want to drive to it. I don't want to be part of it. Just blech. That's me on the the opens probably the most. Ugh. Like, oh. Are you going? Not right no, now. Oh. You guys haven't been roped into that like normal? I'm or? roped in. Ugh. And again, once I get there, everything will be fine. I'm looking forward to the people that are going to be there. Yeah. Like, you know, I like It's to, getting there. It's just it is leaving. fun when you're there for the sure. They're getting there part. And yeah, we'll see. But uh, if Carrie's there, it'll be great. Oh. Every golf ball that flies by, she's going to shoot it. Not today, Gibbill Park. <laughs> yeah, Carrie is going to lose it. But, yeah, we could have set her loose on those San Franciscans, and they'd have gone back with stories about how horrible it is here because Carrie's got legs. We didn't think about that when we were voting. And Katie Hobbs is all welcoming and like, come on in, move here. Like, no way. Tourism like, money. Uh, well, tourism's one thing, but making them stay. Like, we got to be. We got to pick up some attitude. <laughs> and the, the fact that the weather is going to be as perfect as it gets is just. Oh, this, this is a tough. This place one. is amazing. Exactly. Oh, I'm 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 a little less worried about the people that are going to be here than the ones who are going to watch it on TV. Because the TV will show Sedona like it's five minutes. From oh yeah, there, sunset and the Grand Canyon yeah. like two minutes away. It's really far. But they make it seem like it's all within, like, a bike ride away. Yeah, they need to show, like, Maryvale and yeah, AJ yes. and, you know, the yeah. West Side. Yeah, before Guadalupe. you get too excited, friends, yes. let's take a look at some of the murders. <laughs> Wrong way drivers, all sorts of crazy. Yeah, the meth, the meth houses, oh, yeah. the, just, uh, Guadalupe should be featured somehow. But VRBO signs up. Anyway, they're moving <laughs> the homeless out. Uh, they're sweeping them out of, the, into the, into what they call the zone. Which is downtown, and they're they're sweeping them already. Uh, I can't say who, because he'd get in trouble for telling me this stuff. But a friend who happens to be in city, a city job, <laughs> he told me he said, "Yeah, it's uh, imperative we pick the sweep them up, is happening. Pick them up and dropping them off from high uh, population areas like." So where are they putting them in the zone? Like the zone. They're right down there by the Capitol? Down in the Capitol. Yeah. And then there's another one up in Scottsdale. They're dropping them off up there and they're zoning it out. And they're, I didn't know this. And this is our money going to. They're, pay, they're like paying extra for more food and stuff to keep them there. There you go. There you go. Look, there's like cornhole. We're giving them games. and more meth. They'll be fine. fine. Yeah, that's it. Just over there. Big meth pile. Yeah. Maybe that's the place to go watch the Super Bowl. Down big the TVs. <laughs> Yeah, Mar- well, they're worried. They had to sweep Margaret T. Hans Park because that's got loads that of that huge event, humongous, and uh, they are scooting them out. And they can't scoot them downtown because there's stuff going on there. Let's not just move you guys and just wedged them on over to the zone. But if you go down there right now, the like the like because there's a dude who stands on the Seventh Street and uh, Ten over like the off ramp. Yeah, and he is rough looking, and he's there every time. And this dude is rough looking. I've been by when fire trucks are propping him up. Uh, he's not going to make it. And then the next time I pull up, he's there he is again. He's not there. And that little walkway is usually a bunch of, uh, like, t- for a better word, tents. And, like, they have little buildings. At 7th Street, clear. And, uh, that overpass, for some reason, gets the extremes. Well, it's gone. And you had that lady oh, the- without the calf for years. <laughs> she had, like, that. And a bone. 
It was just yeah. the bone. She made me take the HOV lane uh, off third because I couldn't look at her anymore. I remember I used to get off on that 7th Street when I'm like, Ugh. she'd stand there and she had uh, a human bone for a leg. Yeah. There was a few, but that I was there just the other day, swept clean. I'm like, wow, that's never been that nice. So it's pretty nice downtown right now. We need to we need to unleash the zone on Sunday night. All around where the Philly people party. That's it. Rob them blind. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there? All right, wake up song time, and of course you guys know it's brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. You want to hit the trails this weekend? Action Ride Shop's the place to do it. They got rentals. They got sales. You need to buy a yeah. new bike. You want to rent one just to check it out. All the accessories you're going to need. And if you got that old bike in the garage and needs a... Some repairs to get out there. Just they got the best wrenches in town. So go go check them out. Actionrideshop.com or just stop in and visit Josh and the boys over there at Gilbert Road and Southern. My friend just bought a an electric cruiser. So not a mountain bike, but no. just a cruise around town. And yeah. I didn't know that because the electric mountain bikes don't have this. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Josh right now over at Action Ride Shop and rent one of these. It has a button. You don't have to pedal. And you get twenty six miles yeah. an hour. You're flying on this. You don't, and it's and it's true. Like that's what I think people think when I say of the electric mountain bike. Oh, you can just hit the button. No, you got to pedal that oh, yeah. thing. This it's one, assist. this one just poof, it's got a motor. That's what that the tandem I did a couple oh. of years ago back in uh, San Diego with it Kirby is on the back. So fast. Oh yeah. I was like nervous riding that thing around, but I'm like, oh, this changes everything. I prefer a pedaling, but this is basically a moped. Kinetic or whatever. Uh, well, kinetic is you have to work the engine to get it going to move it. Like Which it works is like off the its own like, yeah, yeah, works off its That's own energy. This is just a you pump straight it a up little, throttle. It's just a throttle. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, you just gunning it. It's a, and you don't have to pedal because I hit it right off the bat and I'm going. It doesn't store energy. It's got it. It's charged. I couldn't believe how fast those things are. And if you're lazy. And you want to tell people you went on a 10-mile bike ride. That's the route to go. You're not going to drop a single pound. In fact, you're not going to do anything. But you can lie and tell people how active you are. Well, we rode the canals 41 miles. <laughs> wow. You look horrible. <laughs> on the list, uh, ACDC's Whole lot of Rosie for Lizzo, uh, Mastodon, Metallica, Hollywood Undead. Falling in reverse, Clutch up there twice, Megadeth, Seven Dust, Jerry Cantrell, uh, The Cult, Drowning Pool. Dick Eyes, a great song. That's the old one, isn't it? Yeah, that's not yeah, the first, that's uh, really first Jerry one. album. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Watch the World Burn's pretty great. Falling in Reverse is, Larry is all over that band. Is that the one he's loving right now? I, I think, think so, that's yeah. it. He just won't stop playing their videos. Their videos are incredible. Uh, I don't really care, Brett. I'm looking at this, and I don't have one that's jumping, so you choose. I don't know. The, the, the Cantrell one has never popped up All right, before. Let's do Dick Eye by Jerry Cantrell. All right. It's a great song. Yeah. His first album, Solo, was really good. Yeah. I haven't listened to much since, but that, that first one was pretty awesome. So, Dick Eye by Jerry Cantrell. We haven't done that for a while. This guy says, uh, I just wanted to say thank you. I'm a native born here to the Valley. So I've seen radio stations come and go my entire life, all the way back to Chris and Crux. I'm Whoa. a retired police officer with 30 years of Valley Agency and plenty of experience dealing with the entire spectrum of humanity. Your morning show is nothing short of awesome. God, this guy's right. I've never heard somebody more <laughs> right. It's obvious that you have a great understanding of general human populace, which makes you uh, uh, outstanding 
Not so much because of what you say, because any radio station can provide newsworthy banter. What I respect is how you deliver it. You're a master of it combining humors with or your humor with logic. This guy's on to something. I really don't even care for most music that you play. But I don't and will not switch because listening to you is a great start every day. So many people have logical don't have logical thought anymore. You're an everyday reminder to me that someone does respectfully. Ben Robertson. Ben Robertson, you are an early candidate for Listener of the Year. Yes, he's in the running. Thank you, Ben. I'd love to try to argue your points, but they're so perfect, salient, and well said. I'm proud of you, Ben, for recognizing my brilliance. You know, you should probably call me Gary or Kid Harpoon. I can't tell what. That's your Steve Holmberg. That's a, oh, my mailman. <laughs> so Saturday, mailman knocks on the door. He knows better. And I go to get the mail, and he's already across the street. And in there is a uh, address change. And it says, name, Stephen Holmberg, question mark. And I looked at him, and I said, did you do this? And he's like, I heard it this morning. He listened on the podcast on the weekend. And I said, this is very funny. I, I like this a lot. And he goes, ah, I figured, you know, might as well just rename you. <laughs> That's perfect. Still not a peep out of the uh, the people that tried to cut my knees out from me. Publication's been shut down. Yeah. Like, well, uh, hard-hitting journalism, when they're trying to take a guy down and not know his name, immediately makes all your facts questionable. You are a terrible journalist. I won't even give your paper or you credit. But you tried to do a hit piece on me, and you didn't get my name right. And I, and I love every second of it. I love every second of woke victimization, trying as hard as they can to cut me off, and losing on their own uh, merit. It, just coming at me with the wrong name. And it's like, okay, you didn't do any research. Your story means nothing. Nothing. Hilarious. And you'll hear the Queen Creekers calm it down. <laughs> or I'll send Carrie Lake over there again. We'll end this thing. <laughs> it's out of control now. We have our uh, Super Bowl correspondent, super guest, and he came with a fanfare in the parking lot. A puking Indian was parked next to Craig, and we don't know what just happened, but we were looking outside, and I'm like, is that Craig's car? And a giant Native American got out and started to throw up in our parking lot. And then, Craig, you walked right by it and didn't even see him. Yeah, I, I can't believe I didn't see vomit. <laughs> or smell. <laughs> or yeah. Close enough. I mean, how do you not? Oh, it's definitely there. You oh, can see it in the parking there. lot. There's a puddle yeah. of puke out. And hey, uh, Iron Eyes Cody, you're supposed to pick up what you leave behind. That's your people's whole point, isn't it? Uh, you left, you puked in a parking lot, you bailed. Wouldn't it be great if I did get out of the back seat and he goes, all right, <coughs> have a good day, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you at 10. I would have loved it if that was your ride all week. That would have been solid. But you drove here. You're uh, you're uh, ready to be part of the show, and uh, you've got your credentials or not, because it doesn't matter for Craig Gass. None needed. Whether you've got credentials. <laughs> I'm listening to you say that on the way up here, <laughs> and as you're saying that, I'm getting texts saying, hey, credentials, uh, can't get in on time. Is that right? Yeah. You don't have credentials for certain things. Yes. <laughs> you're still getting in. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I've watched you do I'll it. I'll say this. I want to be part of it. I'll say this. Uh, obviously, it's... Fun, sure, to sneak into things. Absolutely, people of at every concert. It's you know people who have crappy seats. You see them look for a moment where the security guards look the other way and they try yeah. to get close. It's fun, yeah. a little upgrade, sure. Um, Super Bowl week, every Super Bowl city, it's tough. There's Is a, it? Yeah. There's so it's a better challenge for you. So it gets more fun. <laughs> Here's the thing: because of you at Suns games, I've become 
Well, you know, like uh, Mr. Glass had uh, Unbreakable, like I am your nemesis without it being everybody that comes because it's now this new thing uh, where these uh, people buy cheap seats like you Mm -hmm. and then keep an eye on the lower bowl where there's been nobody and then they go down to that seat. Mm. I am the guy who's like, all right, all right, everybody out. I'm kicking people out. in the I am booting everybody. I'm a hypocrite. Oh, you do it too. I do it too. In ah. fact, at my, I've snuck into so many comedy shows as a kid yeah. growing up here. I would sneak into the improv um, when I was underage. Yeah, uh, snuck into laughs down in Tucson, and at my own shows. If I see there's an opening that someone could sneak in, I'll just hang out by there when the show's going. And when people come in, I go, oh, yeah, man. Front, front wait, door's over there. Wait for a young man like, like you. Like me. Yeah. That you I'm a crush total, his career and his dreams. Total hip. I did it. I literally just did it two nights ago. John Mulaney's performing in Honolulu. I don't know John. I tried to get into the show, and, and someone was like, you know, you're not supposed to be back here. Uh, and you I were said, backstage? Uh, well, I was trying to just get hooked up for the show. I don't know right. Mulaney. Right. And, you know how you could do that. You buy a ticket, Craig. Which is exactly what the girl who was yelling at me said. The girl who was yelling at me, she goes, uh, I I go, well, and this is true. A guy who did security for a tour that I did with Allison Chains is now doing security off and on for Mulaney. Right. And I texted him and he said, I'll see what I can do. And I said, yeah, I texted my friend and she goes, well, if you haven't heard back from him, that should tell you something. Yeah. And I went, "Uh, okay. (laughs) I ended up not only getting into the show, I ended up being part of the show that night. Is that right? Yeah. You went up there with him? Mulaney ends up, he talks about recovery and drug addiction and his intervention. And I know that you thought that was an introduction. So you walked up on stage. (laughs) That's well, please. He's talking about, I know that during his show, he says, has anybody here been in, uh, in person, uh, treatment? Right. And I said, yeah. And he goes, Oh, what is your name? And I said, Craig. And he goes, Hey Craig, mind if I talk to you about it? No kidding. And we ended up talking about, and I, and it's a crazy story because I don't know if I ever told you, I ended up unintentionally in the wrong rehab. I ended up in a... <laughs> you're gonna... I'm sorry, that's just... <laughs> why, yeah. why does this surprise? Yeah. How do you wind up in the wrong rehab? Because he, yeah. he had a buddy he knew in yeah, the other one. He's sneaking his rehab. He didn't even get into the rehab. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually crazier than that. I ended up in gay rehab. How'd it go? It was the best place I've ever been. <laughs> Five percent success rate. It's uh, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, rehab does have a very yeah. small, but well, especially gay rehab because you put all those gay guys in there talking about what they don't want to do anymore. And everybody's got a heart on. I had insurance for the first time, <laughs> and uh, I had health insurance for the first time. I called him up and I said, "Hey, I do you treat drug addiction?" Uh-huh. And they said, "Yep, yeah, uh, we do." And I they put me to a different line. Uh, and um, this woman says, okay, where are you? What, what neighborhood are you in? And I was dating a girl who lived in a gay area of, in a gay district of Seattle, Capitol Hill. And she said, oh, there's a rehab like right down the street from you. And I said, great. And I called them up and I said, hi, I, I want to check myself in. And as soon as the guy picked up the phone, oh, no. I, I could tell, I was like, huh, all right, whatever. And then. <laughs> You're so, from Seattle. I, hey. I just remember that is a famous rehab up there on Capitol Hill. I didn't know that. Well, I'm from New York, but Seattle's where oh, my yeah, career started. Yeah. And the guy asked me a bunch of questions. I am more honest with this stranger on the phone than I have been to any of my friends about how bad my addiction right. has gotten. And at the end of all the questions, he says, okay, well, I think we're done. Let me ask you just one more question. You are 
a homosexual, right? And I said, I'm a what? <laughs> Just now? Because you're a homosexual. And I go, what does that have to do with anything? And he goes, well, we're a treatment center for homosexuals. And I said, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> do you take insurance? That's not what you yes. answer. You're a homosexual you're, right with. You're just saying yes or no. Now, what does that have to do with anything? Because that's clearly a guy who's gay and trying not to be. You're perfect fit. It's like what stripes. Is, no, yeah. but we're willing no, yeah, to learn. Like, I mean, I've done a lot of cocaine, but I didn't touch anybody. To that one moment where you're I like, sure, I'll suck it. Just road. give me the blow. <laughs> now, that guy knew from your answers. And then he tells me, you're, uh, well, we're not gay and lesbian exclusive, but we're gay and lesbian friendly. So are you a homosexual? And I said, no. And he said, do you have a problem with homosexuals? And I said, no. And he said, okay, we'll see you on Monday. And I checked into gay and rehab. And went into gay rehab. So the, it wasn't gay rehab. It was a gay yeah, that drug rehab. Gay drug rehab. That's better. Which. It's like when I say uh, the uh, uh, rape, uh, well, they call it rape prevention self-defense, but I call it rape class. It's just, uh, it's like, a, I always say that and I always say, oh, they got a great rape seminar coming up because that's, I shorten it. Your gay rehab is not to cure you of the gay. Correct. But your answer of what does that have to do with anything is my favorite dodge <laughs> of all time. The toughest person in the rehab was a lumberjack chick from uh, Oregon who, in a drunken blackout, had uh, choked her partner and ended up in jail. And no kidding. She has no memory of it at all. Yeah, and she was badass. Yeah, she was, <laughs> so long yeah. to date her. Uh, <laughs> but getting back to... Uh, sneak. So it's funny because yeah. Mulaney and I are sitting, and then you know people are walking by like, dude, that was funny, you know. And, yeah. and people are fist bumping, and I see the girl that tried to kick me out of the yeah. backstage area earlier, and she's like, "How'd that guy get in here?" So you were like seats. front row. Yes. Yeah. So you ended up in the front row that's because pretty awesome. That's you know, I just amazing. asked the right person. I did. It turns out the promoter was somebody who had brought me to Hawaii earlier with uh, <laughs> Russell Peters. You just keep going. Until I just you keep going. You have smart. to. You have to. It's the smartest but, thing. And at sporting events, I will. I went to uh, NBA Finals Game 6 between the Sonics and the Bulls for free, which initially was, and I shouldn't be saying this on the air, but uh, because this whole strategy I was really proud of. Right. Uh, a friend of mine works at the Key Arena. Uh, now it's called something else. It's called Climate Pledge Arena. And he says, I, I can get you into the arena, but you just won't have a seat. And I go, that's okay. Dude, it's Game 6. Sure. It's, it's it's Jordan and... And the Sonics and Gary Payton. And, yeah. and so he sneaks me into the building. And then I realized they're being really tight. If I'm standing in any aisle, the You're ushers out. are like, you know, hey, you got to get your seat. And I would go to the next section. Right. Uh, sir, you got to take your seat. <laughs> and, and, and it was it was maddening. So I had an idea. I walked out towards the exit and talked to one of the ticket takers like for 10 minutes and said, uh, hey, is there, can I leave and come back? He goes, well, if you need an ATM, because they didn't have ATMs at the time right. in the arena, or if you're something else. And I go, oh, what? Well, I need an ATM. And he goes, oh, yeah, well, yeah, you can leave. You have your ticket, right? And I go, yeah, I have a ticket. And he goes, all right, yeah, yeah, as long as you have a ticket. And I started talking to him, made him laugh. <laughs> and I go, well, I'm actually a stand-up comedian. And he goes, oh, well, go right on. And, and homosexual. I just got out of the game. So I walk out. And there was always a collection of scalpers on the corner of the street outside the arena on Mercer. And um, I walked out, and I'm, I, I see the scalpers. And I go, hey, who's got one good seat? And I go, I got a good seat. What do you got? And I go, what do you have? And one guy had a seat down by the court, fourth row of section 101. And he goes, 101, row four, seat five. And I go, how much? And he goes, 
Eight hundred bucks right now. It's yours. And I go, nah, I can't. And he goes, what do you want? Come on, eight hundred. And I go, I, I can't. And he goes, give me six, six hundred right now. Put it in your hand. Put it in your hand. Come on, six hundred. It's yours. And I go, no, nah, it's all right. He goes, give me four hundred. And I go, no, nah. <laughs> I got him. And he goes, what do you want? Well, tell me how much you want. And I go, I, I don't want to pay. I'm I just walked away, and uh, went back to the arena. I got in line. People were walking in, and uh, I see the ticket taker, and he goes, where's your ticket? And I go, he goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in. He doesn't recognize my face. And I go, hey. Uh... I go, hey, we're section one hundred one. Oh, you knew the seat because of the scalpel. Oh, yeah, he goes, go down. So I walked down to 101, went down to the fourth row. I go, excuse me, seat number five over here. Genius. No one's in it. <laughs> sat God down at seat. Damn it, you're a scam artist. The whole time. I sat there wow. until the middle of the third quarter. And then somebody showed up. And then someone showed up. And at that point, I was still drinking back then. I was like, oh, I'm gay now. <laughs> I'm willing to stay here. <laughs> that was the only time. Yeah. Uh, By the way, it'll be funny because I'm doing shows this week. It'll be funny if I get out to stir crazy and they're like, yeah, man, we got a full house, but only three people pay. <laughs> everybody, yeah, well, everybody sneak into Craig's show. It's about time you got some payback. Yeah. What does That's that have fear. to do with anything? Is that it? is my biggest fear. But yeah, it's tough to get into... Stuff at the Super Bowl, they have really. They have, oh yeah, uh, they got to, they've tightened her up. They yeah. they hire uh, tough security. There's uh, uh, it's a challenge. Cops, and- but again, you went into a. I think it was Game Five of the NBA Finals. Yeah, with me. Yeah, and, in the suites, and you showed me the door you came through. <laughs> And I've looked at that, and there's a straight up and down ladder on a wall. And, like, you were like John McClain from Die Hard getting through the vents. And I don't know no how shoes you got on, he's standing feet. next to me with a plate of cookies, taps him on the shoulder, goes, hey, love ya. And he gives me a hug. And I'm like, how did you do that? And I was I was kind of proud and kind of pissed at the same time because I forked out a fortune for that thing. And there's Craig. I'm like, do you want to come with? I can get you a ticket. It's this much. No, I'm, I'm going to go to the game anyway. And then he's standing in the suite with us. Son of a bitch. But it was, a it was so much easier than that. It was literally one step. Stairwell to get up there. Yeah. Well, what I saw was a fireman's ladder. <laughs> Outside. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a gauntlet of fire. Like an American Gladiator to get in there. Can I get upstairs? Well, you know, take my pants off. <laughs> what does that have to do with What does that have to do with anything? You are homosexual, right? What does that have to do with anything? I'm going to answer that for everything now. Because <laughs> yeah, that, that does not answer the question at all. Yes, maybe. No, I don't know. Uh, Craig Gass is here. Uh, we'll talk about his plans. Uh, for what goes on as we uh, go through the morning. He's going to hang out with us. The Brady Report is coming up oh, next. Oh, and I'm doing what, two uh-huh. shows oh, in, yeah. in Gilbert oh, tomorrow. Wait, no, Wednesday. Doing two shows in, in Gilbert on Wednesday at PJ's. Okay. Two shows at Stir Crazy on Thursday. Look at you, busy. All the info is at getgas.com. Getgas.com. PJ's. Oh, wait, is it JP's? Or, oh, my God. I think oh, JP's. boy. If you look into your yeah, own pro. It, well, oh, JP's. Jesus. Hang on, let me find no, JP's no. comedy He club. should know this. He should know this. <laughs> JP's comedy. Great back door at JP's. You can sneak right in. It's easy. Getgas.com. Getgas.com with two S's. Head on over tickets. there and find out where Craig thinks he's going and then uh, ask him a couple questions. It is questions. JP's. It is JP's. You yep. were right. JP's Wednesday. Stir crazy. You did say PJ's first. Yeah, I did say PJ's. It's the crazy first. stir, by the way. What does that have to do with Different. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we're going to do the Brady Report next. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> All right, let's get right to business. Craig Gass is our special guest uh, today. Man, and, Shane. And, yeah, for the rest of the week, probably. Man, Shane. I got this email from a guy that says, uh, before we get to the Brady Report, uh, two months back, my best friend says, we're going to Sedona February 9th through 12th for your birthday, because my birthday is the 9th. Who, towns, uh, who turns down a free room at the Hyatt in Sedona? And then I realized it's Super Bowl weekend. He didn't think about it when we booked it. It is going to be a problem. You're going to sit on that road into Sedona for two or three hours. 
there's going to be no movement. Sedona is already crowded. I can't imagine what it's going to be like this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Insane. You think the weekend will be? Oh, the it's going to be the worst. Yeah, I guess it's up until Saturday, and they're awful. all heading out. Awful. It's awful. If people from Philly are this close, they're going to see. They're going to go up to Sedona. Ugh. It's great. Everything's red. I need a glass of water. Can't stand Philadelphia. Well, I yeah, just want to be rude of, to them. Do they have a number of how many people are coming to Phoenix? Well, not. Well, they, they always say it's like one hundred and fifty thousand for the Super Bowl. That's what cities always talk about. That's the influx of people and however many go. That's got to be more. Than we that. got Phoenix open too. Oh yeah. So this is it's going to be a nutty week there, Craig. You got a lot to sneak into, my friend. A lot. <laughs> uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters, and of course, it's the big game week over at Hooters. You can make your plans now to hang out with the Hooters girls for hot wings, cold drinks. Plus, you can watch on a seventy-inch UHD smart television and win it. How about that? You got to be there to win it, though. Must be present to collect that giant television. Uh, they're trying to give you a good time and a TV over at Hooters, and that's just what you need to do. Head on over there and watch uh, at the uh, delightful Hooters and say hi to Brittany and all the girls, because I'm sure there'll be a Brittany there. Positive of it. Uh, Brady, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Chopsticks Day. Oh, right in time for the balloon. <laughs> I shot that balloon down Saturday. An hour later, I wanted to shoot another one down. A couple of basis fun facts. <laughs> Jenga means to build in Swahili. The woman who invented it was born in Ghana and came up with it when she lived there. And she wouldn't let Hasbro change the name when they bought it from her. No kidding. She put her foot down. Yep. Hmm. The guy who created Sherlock Holmes, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Mm -hmm. was friends with Harry Houdini. But they wound up hating each other after a fight over whether Houdini had magical powers. Houdini swore he didn't. Doyle. Oh, Doyle was convinced of it. Oh, yeah. What a funny guy to be in a fight with. Houdini? <laughs> you're being a dick. Hey, where'd you where'd go? Where'd you go? You asshole. Oh, where man, you dick. Where, where Especially you? if you're trying to say, because you know he'd be a jerk about it. You, I know you've got magic powers, Harry. I know you do. God damn it. That's proof right there. Where'd you go? I'm just messing with you, Arthur. I don't have magic powers. It's a trick. Look, I'm floating. Now I'm inside. Artie, what's that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. You're you're deep inside me, Harry, and I did not allow that. Look, Artie, it's a trick. I'm not really in there. You just think I'm in you. I can feel it, Harry. Last week, the Pope's official... What's this sticky fluid, Harry? <laughs> oh, God. You finished, didn't you? Yeah, it's a trick. It's, it's a invisible ma- ink. Put it on your face. Please. Put it on your face. I'm just toss pudding at you. <laughs> Taste it. How are you getting close to me hating you? <laughs> one more time. I'm going to punch you square in the guts. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if Arthur Doyle was the one that ended him with a punch to the guts for all of his trickery? <laughs> Last week, the Pope's official Twitter account posted a delete and then deleted it. But it was praising the fingers on your hand. Each one symbolizes something. Who did this? The Pope. Oh. Oh, when he got fingers. when he got to praising the middle finger, <laughs> it was all very innocent. But yeah. uh, he wasn't really telling Catholics to flip each other off. Yeah, um, which is, by the way, the least harmful thing Catholic priests have done with their fingers <laughs> over the last few years. The part says the middle finger, which is higher than any other others, uh, reminds us of something essential: honesty. To be honest means. To not getting entangled in the snares of corruption. <laughs> and yeah. so this cabbie from New York says, I'm uh, using what the uh, Pope 
gave me by his instructions. Yeah. He's in the middle finger. Pointing to God for yeah. you. Thanks, Pope. Yeah, finger advice from the Catholic Church. Probably, they just need to settle on that one. What a coffee table book. Yeah. <laughs> now advice. it's the time for finger advice from the Pope. Oh, God. <laughs> Make him quiet. Scientists at Penn State University have created a smart diaper with a built-in sensor that's able to send parents push notification on their phone when their child's diaper needs to be changed. That's they can't tell changer. as parents? Oh, you don't have to put your nose down there. You used to have to? Sometimes. Or you give it a feel. See, no, on it. I'm not a parent. There's a load. Craig, you're not a parent. Never been one. But I don't think. If oh. I think you pooped, that's enough for me. I'm not going to confirm it with scent tests. A lot of times, you know, just look at their face. Sure. That facial expression. I'll take the diaper off and look and go, oh, I was wrong. And then put it right back on. But I am not putting my nose next to the anus of a child. Again, <laughs> advice the Pope gave me. You can always tell with a facial expression. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, they got poop face. Like, <laughs> they call it the it Eric. <laughs> all right. I was waiting for that. It is not a free-for-all because there's, you've, been, you've been missing since that dismissal. That's enough. You got yours in. Now don't. We don't need that storm. Yeah. Are you ready, bro? Are you ready? You ready to do this? Are you overthinking it? Great. <laughs> That's enough out of you. We've moved forward. Let's be grown-ups. Despite it. Aramark <laughs> <laughs> is a company that does food services, including stadiums. They also do schools. Oh, wait, they- hold on. Before you do this, Brett, you leave the room. What? Oh, Just what? leave the room for this. Uh, or, or- you can't. No, he can't be here for this. Why? He can't be here for this. He just can't. You guys just go stand in the hallway. Just go stand outside and wait for the delay. Oh, Watch this. On. Listen to him laugh eight seconds after this happens. <laughs> okay. Covering up any Again, headline. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't, don't look. But Brett can't be in the room for this. Brett, Brett happens to find anything that rhymes with something racist to be the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> if it even teeters on racism and it's not, he'll start laughing. He had to hold back on Chopsticks Day. The, yeah, this headline. We'll end him, and it'll make him look terrible. But you'll hear him in the hallway. All right. I guarantee it. Aramark? You just want the, the headlines. Read the Aram- headline. Aramark apologizes for unintentional insensitivity after su- serving students chicken and watermelon on the first day of Black History Month. Wait for it. Five, four, three. Here it comes. Two, Very close. <laughs> <laughs> You. All right, you can see <laughs> He just lost it in the hallway. It's a terrible, terrible thing we've got with him. He's still going. See, he finds Giddy. this kind of, he's from Chicago. He's pure Italian. That's he comes from a place where his family laughed at everything that was almost racist. The school lunch in question was served to students at Nyack Middle School on February 1st. <laughs> Nyack in New York? Yeah. yeah. But don't you a decision think- that upsets some students and parents. In order to make race relations better, can the first step be that we all love chicken and watermelon? Yeah. Can it be that, that sure. it's no longer funny to people sure. like Brett? <laughs> that it's just food and food's not racist? <laughs> can we have that first step of like, you know what, guys? Let's f- free the chicken and watermelon thing from a... And they stepped it up a little bit. It was chicken and waffles, and then watermelon was dessert. <laughs> oh, God. They were after it. <laughs> Chicken and waffles. 
for the first day of Black History Month. Which Black History see. Month, brought to you by Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> we turned it up a notch, kids. How you doing? I'm the new school chef for one month. <laughs> We're really appealing to our base. Seniors at the Village's Retirement Community in Florida are supposedly tying loofahs to the tops of their cars to let people know they're swingers. That's oh. the new senior code. Yuck. Yuck. Different <laughs> colors are supposed to mean different things. Purple loofah. Brown, 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 brown loofah. Brown. The brown loofah is the one I don't want to just avoid that couple. The teal means you swing both ways. Yep. Dolphins the Yellow means I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yellow means diapers fall. I made an accident. Yeah, I'm pulling an Eric. <laughs> now we've talked okay. about this. <laughs> That's enough. Start bothering you. This dude uh, from New York was diagnosed with prostate cancer 20 months ago. And now one of the signs or symptoms is he's got an uncontrollable Irish accent. It's the first time they've ever seen this from cancer. Um, they call it the... Uh, Accent syndrome. It's happened to people who hit their heads and stuff. Like that one lady yeah, that bonked her head and woke up with a Scottish accent and couldn't shake people it. People have hit their head and, be, and, and they have an accent. Or have accent a larger syndrome. vocabulary. They like, they, oh, that like wouldn't be more Somebody hit Brady. <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, we've tried. Yeah, we've it's tried to bonk him a few times. It's not working. And now it's time for some wild work. It would be great, though, if we hit Brady. He's like, hey, I don't know what's going on here, but I've, I've got to tell you something. I'm <laughs> Irish now, and I don't know what's going on. I'm thirsty head. for a drink. Yeah. You stupid article. Dennis Miller material. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this crowd's harder to get off than Martha Stewart on a bed of sheets. And I'm <laughs> dirty sheets, I'm sorry. <laughs> Still a little Brady in there. The dirt- it Wild America, well, you said? Wild World. No, no, no. She's harder to get off. Hold on, wait. Um, she's... Got the. Uh, she's hard to get off on the, the, the dirty. Uh, um, you know Dennis Miller, right? You should Google that. That one. Hello, my friends. It's Bray Bogan, and this is your Wild Wild World. Got another fatal shark attack. 16 year old girl was on a wave runner. All in celebration of Black History. <laughs> on the Swan River, which is in uh, Perth. And uh, she was in fresh water. So oh, it was boy. a. Most likely a bull shark. Eight or dead, huh? She uh, was on the wave runner. She stopped, jumped in the water, thought she saw a pair of uh, dolphins. She wanted to get in there, get closer to them. Not dolphins. They might have been dolphins, but they scooted out of there. The bull shark came in. Mm. Bit her in the leg, Mm. and uh, she bled out really quick. Now, which video would you rather see? The fish video from Friday or the video of the shark? I think shark Shark attack. attack. We showed Craig the fish video. Yeah, shark attack. Shark attack for sure. Yeah, I, I have so many questions about the fish video you sent me. So many. I, I so, just I didn't understand. And we have a. <laughs> it's it's that's a good thing because yeah. normalizing it in your brain would scare me. It One is. of the guys in our digital department is a religious guy, Mormon, and he came up to me begging me to. You got to send me that video. And I, I don't have it. You got to ask Brett or John. We did, and they did. And he came and got me. I said, "You actually watch that? You're going to have to go to search twice." All the way to the end. I gave yeah. him a warning. All the, I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm telling you. The guy broke the rule, too. What do you mean? Because it smells like trout. All right. Holmberg, got, got, Holmberg had the Jesus. best line about it. I I just landed in Phoenix, and I said, hey, uh, just landed in Phoenix. I'm exhausted. Going to take a nap. And by the way, that Reddit video you sent me, I couldn't, it wouldn't load. I'm going to 
put it on my laptop later and try to find it. And he goes, no, watch it now. It's a perfect setup to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, right before your Perfect nap. setup. Sleep try, app. Yeah, trust me. It'll knock you down. <laughs> we do have a video of an eight-year-old kid. He was in the water, and he was fishing, and he pulled one of the fish off the stringer and put it onto the back of the boat. And that's when a little uh, four- or five-foot black-tipped shark bit him in the chest. Bit the boy in the chest? Yeah. He got a tooth souvenir out of it. It didn't. It it gave him more or less uh, love a, bite. Gave him of. a nurple. Yeah. <laughs> huh. He gave him a. Uh, he, he twisted it and bolted kind of- up. I think he confused the kid's torso with the fish that he. The fish was pretty big that he's putting up there. Huh. I mean, not much smaller than the the kid. Huh. And it just comes up and gets him right underneath the arm. <laughs> Boom! And then goes back. Yeah. While Toledo's finding out, there's a guy that was robbing a bank uh, in South Jersey. Is this still wild America? Oh, well. That's South well, Jersey. Like it could be. South Jersey, I, I mean. guess it depends <laughs> on the people. Oh, there's the video. Oh, you actually yeah, have video of that kid yeah. getting bit in a boob. Yeah, it, it happens real quick. Oh, okay. Well, he's just hanging around behind the boat in the water. Yeah, he, he flips that fish oh, up I, on the back. Yeah, with fish food. Uh, Toledo's computer stinks. Yeah. Here we go. There's, there's a commercial. I'm swinging. Successful. Oh, that's ah, Evan Goldberg. Son of a. Yeah, I did see the video. It did show I up on, see this. on Twitter that uh, yeah. kids coming out of the boat. Nah, it's not important and anymore. Is it bloody or is it. No, oh, it's, right, we it's don't need scary. To yeah, there it, it is. is. There it is. No, did I miss well, it already? No. no, no there you go. what you got. Watch how fast it happened. Boom! Oh, yeah! <laughs> All right! Well, that's awesome. That's your wild, wild world. Okay. Now so, Courtney Bell, 38 years old. He robbed a bank in South Jersey. And uh, in the process of, he had the cash and he dropped some of the cash. He wore dirty socks on his hands because he didn't want to leave any fingerprints. Had the hat on, disguising his face and everything. So, he bends over, he bends over to get a pile of the cash. And that's when the Corona bottle tumbled out of his uh, jacket. Oh. Scrambled, grabbed the cash, you left the DNA. Left it. Yep. Got it on the bottle. Oh. oh, so close. So close. Got a dealership, a Ferrari dealership in uh, Palm Beach, Florida. And the car freight elevator in the dealership didn't work. Dumped one of the Ferraris. Oh, no. It, it's totaled out. Well, yeah, that'll it's, happen when you drop a car a floor. Oof. That's painful to see. Beautiful Ferrari. Oh, my God. Toledo, this one's for you. Somebody lost their uh, job. Cracker Barrel has launched a contest. <laughs> if you propose nope. over Valentine's nope. Day, out. you have out. a chance to win free food for a year. Well, You propose at the Cracker Barrel? <laughs> go to Cracker Barrel between um, you got until now, until uh, next Thursday. They even give you two days after Valentine's Day, you... Get down on your knees at the Cracker Barrel. Does she have to say yes? Um, yes. Oh. Said yes at Cracker Barrel. Oh. Yeah. Are you dating someone now, Dick? Uh, 13 oh, yeah. years. Yeah. Basically married. Never married. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I've married once. That's Trial right. marriage. So scared him to death. Yeah. All right. You didn't enjoy my wife, my ex-wife. I would? Well, she was Sam oh, yeah. Kennison. Yeah. Oh, the ex? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yelled at him. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Got butt, John got butt dialed once, and I got butt dialed, and all I heard was well, no. Someone else got butt dialed, right, and it, and it left a message. It yeah. left a message on 
his thing and he goes, hey, uh, Don called me and this is what I heard. And it was literally, you got the dick of a child. I can't stand you. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, is that normal? Was that the line? Well, Not pretty, for me. Yeah. For, for the other. <laughs> no, it was for another oh, guy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate you. Jerk. It was exactly oh. Kinnison. And so every time we bring her up, it's top of the lungs. Wow. Because she screamed at him. And it was hilarious. But it wasn't at Toledo. It was at the guy she uh, was with after married, Toledo. Yeah, and Toledo. After. And we were like, is that your life? And you go, yeah, pretty, yeah, much. pretty much. It wasn't far off. Had a so few you, of those. Can, you can take yeah. your, your current slut down to Cracker Barrel, huh? <laughs> yeah? Well, I hope you're happy! How would you propose at Cracker Barrel, Sam? <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> I need to save money! Just say yes! Oh! Speaking <laughs> oh. of fish videos, Sam, she's gay now, too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what does that have to do with <laughs> <laughs> Oh! <laughs> oh! I don't know what that has to do with anything here. We're just talking about Cracker Barrel. What is my homosexuality have to do with it? Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. My God, I'm just trying to get some free food. Because I'll go you get propose a two thousand dollar gift certificate. Yeah, basically. why don't we let's go dummy this up and do a little gay marriage at the Cracker Barrel? You propose to me, we get free food awesome. for a year. I break I mean, it off a week later. I mean, what are they to now? Make bread break it off. Yeah, 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 I mean a week. Inside of Toledo, uh, yeah, I, I break, break it off. Well, we got to consummate the uh, proposal. <laughs> That's how gay marriage works. You got to right hey, there. Hey, at hey the... wait a second! I thought we were just joking. Hey. <laughs> Ow! Ah! Ah! Hey, wait a second! It was just a bit for free food. I <laughs> know, uh, man. I just want to just, 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 just a concept. Just make it yeah. legit. We just need to make it legit. But then you'd scare all the Cracker Barrel people. Go, okay, we're engaged now, and in gay weddings, you consummate right at the proposal site. So I'm gonna just code him right in front of you, Cracker Barrel people. Let's I don't Billy's think I like the new promotion. Oh, yeah. You know, oh man. Yeah, I'm gonna need some more rolls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sop up the second. gravy. Hey. <laughs> oh! <laughs> anyway, let's do that. Everybody go down and dummy up a proposal. Get We'll break Cracker Barrel. Five couples get chosen. Just five. Yeah. Oh, so you can go down there and do your proposal. And then yep. they have to and choose then you, you. And then the Cracker Barrel send them the video. judgment board Yes. takes a look at the videos. Yeah. And that's dumb. We'll still go by the rule of God. <laughs> no games. <laughs> I'm really happy for you two fellas, but uh, I don't know if you've read the book lately, but you're sinners. <laughs> oh. Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Let's get to some brand new videos. All right. I only have a couple. Can you Hopefully. do all three? Because the one I was trying to do this yeah, morning. Got He's okay. got him. All right. This is a guy lifting up his girlfriend. By his trying thighs? He's trying to uh, put her over his shoulders like they can do one of those somersaults onto the legs. You'll have to see it. Yeah. I don't understand. She's on the ground and he's got his legs apart. Oh, that's after. Oh, that's okay. the ending. All right, here's yeah. how it starts. I was going to say, all right. Oh, now they're in a car. that resets. All right. This is just, uh, this is terrible so far. Great <laughs> setup. Somebody standing on another person's car, twerking. Oh, falls right, right to the windshield. Newvisionautoglass.com. Yep. How many times do you think that's happened with you? Tweets herself Ugh. right through the front. Of ass the prints there. Wow. That's a big ass print. It is. It's a the Kardashians happen to uh, be washing your car. Right? Brady? It's the dude on a motorcycle. I, I, The knee gets jammed on the turn. Okay. 
Watch so far, them. these are. Oh, that. Oh, 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 my oh, God. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what in the world? Oh, 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 oh. Does he just pass out? Like he just stops riding I the bike for I a second. I think the please. Oh, the cape, oh, oh, the cape oh, got oh. caught in the tire. Oh, oh it, it does. Did. I think that cape got caught in the tire. Yep. He's got oh, it. Oh, oh, time out. Did you say cape? Cape? Yeah. Look again. He's wearing a cape. Yes. He's wearing a cape. <laughs> and you can see right, the cape now. is attached. I yeah. see the cape. He may, yeah, he choked out. Yep. yep. <laughs> now I'm happy. But then you see the leg on the inside on the turn. No, it's the cape. Okay. But it's the cape. It's oh, definitely yeah. the cape. All right. They catch At first they felt bad. Now dude in a cape getting hurt makes me, me I'm too. fine with it. Cape me guy. Too. It's like, I don't know if you ever do this. Have you ever been watching a football game where you don't care about either team? And then you'll be rooting for one team. Like, I hope this one team wins. And then yep. you see a fan on that team in the stands. Yep. that looks like such an ass. You're like, you know switch. what? Yep. Screw oh, that. Yep. I Done want it. that guy to be unhappy. Yeah. I just, yeah. Certain people being sad makes me happy. Yep. That's a. And I just, I switched in the middle of that video. I actually, I felt bad for the guy because it looked <laughs> right. like a painful injury. And I'm like, oh no, he's wearing a cape. When I heard the word cape, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I hope that gets wound up in a, tr- a tire and pulls you off of the bike. And that's exactly what happened. All right. So here's the couple's lift. Or Asian people trying to get to the balloon. He's going to flip her over in the back. He's got her. Now watch carefully. Look at oh, his shorts. Look at his shorts. Her. He's pile driving her. Well, he's going to pile drive it, all right. He's poop. Uh, he pooped. Oh, oh, and then dumps her in it. Oh, he took a diarrhea poo, oh, and it shot out of his shorts, and then she landed in it. Oh. No. no way. Oh, crab cakes. Oh. oh. oh she got no. it in her hands. Oh, no. Oh, no. She got it in her Oh, you sick prick. <laughs> when he lifts her up, listen for the the moment. She's not that heavy. No. Oh, there goes the dim sum. God, all right. And it makes a little splat sound. He knows it. You can see the look yeah, on his face. Yeah, he like, knows it's coming. But yeah. He's being a gentleman by not he's dropping her? And, well, he's, he's trying squad. to play along, and he's trying to concentrate. I think the most fascinating part of it is the first three or four seconds where you can see on his face that he's... Yeah, he's not oh, trusting no. this one. Oh, no. Yeah. He's grimacing. He doesn't even walk away from it, though. He lets her land in it. He's trying to smile. Oh, knowing the hand in it. The hand in it. Can't wipe your mouth. Now both hands. Those people's jokes have advanced so much further than the pee and the coke thing. <laughs> Now they're off to crack. You her. can't wipe your mouth. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. Your hands just went, oh, my Ugh. God. That was horrible. All right. Well, speaking of horrible, Brett. Yeah, uh, it's a little light today, but I've still got some some gems. Brett's uh, videos all come from the dark web, Kurt. and they are they're sent to me. Uh, these aren't yeah, me. He doesn't where see this them. video came yeah. from. Um, Who sends them to you? Uh, it started uh, out as one listener, and then everybody else accepted it. Now as we've a got challenge. toppers. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, watch this one. Yeah. So wow. now it's so uh, this one's brace yourself. Kind of watch out for you know when when you're doing construction work. Look oh, so this is just like the warm-up to oh, this yeah. video. What's happening? Truck. Guys out here some doing some construction. Is that a crane? It looks like some oh, he's being filmed on oh, a security like camera. Slow moving something. Nice build up here for him. I hate when you build these. Get to the murder. Is that truck going to tip over? Oh, no. Here we go. Taking a long time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh, it's a steamer. Oh! A steamroller yeah. just Doubled crushed him. the guy, then came back over him. <laughs> Oops, didn't mean that. As if to say, sorry about oh. that. Let me go the other way. Oh. Who tells him to back up? 
Wow. Oh, all right. And then yeah, this one was actually like that guy. This, this one the was closer. the one that was actually sent to you last week. Oh, okay. That you didn't watch. I did not watch I, I just watched it. and Pretty awful. Well, All it's right. going to remind you of a certain rock band. Huh? All right. Oh, uh, Great White, I'm guessing. No. No? no? All right, let's see. Let's uh, a certain rock band. Find out what we've got here. I didn't listen to the vocal. Oh, no, this is an L7 memory. Crazy bitch. Oh, bitch is... Fighting. These two girls are elbows, and elbows, and elbows. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's just biting her face. Oh, it's not over yet. She's pulling something out, isn't she? Damn. Oh, she's reaching oh, in. She's getting no. the robe tampon. She's reaching. She's pulling out the robe. But she's got to go deep for it. Oh, no, no. It's oh, it's out. It's a fire. Oh, it's, it's not out. over. Oh, it's out. Don't feed it to her, please. Oh, God, you no. sick bitch. No. 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 Oh. 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 Oh, oh no. Oh. 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 She put it in her mouth. Oh, she loves it. <laughs> People are, like, gathered around. This is an event. Yeah. She still hasn't tapped out. This is backyard wrestling. Oh, jeez. I think that chance no good. Holy Christ, Brett. So we'll end on that. <laughs> It's not even so much that that's on video. There were like 200 people there. Oh, yeah. Paid attendees. On, to- yeah. And that went down as the bloodiest <laughs> wrestling match of all time. <laughs> the Flow League. Oh. The scent of pennies were everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, hello. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. You're, no problem. You are not and disappointing don't thank me. us. They're lately. sending it to me. I know, but you're you're the one who has to sift through Ugh. it and find the gems, and you're doing a great job. <laughs> Andy Thanks. Dufresne would never touch a woman again for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately went down and asked the sisters for another run. He went to the gay rehab after that. <laughs> you know what? What you guys have been doing ain't so bad. Andy asked the question we were all thinking. What does that have to do with it? <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, if you don't remember, L7, right? Yeah, yeah. of course, on yeah. stage. Pulled it out and whipped it and threw it at the on crowd. Stage. I'm sure you can probably find that on Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we yeah. don't need yeah. to see that. That was at Enfest. I think the first Enfest. In Seattle. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And yeah. she pulled it out, and it was like that weird maroonish like, yeah. brown. Yeah. Uh, we all know she it. Threw it. And yep. she spun it first like a lasso. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. There you go. Well, that's your Brady Report. Better late than never. <laughs> All the news you never wanted well, to know. Well, that's your pretty. <laughs> well, it's just one gross image after yep. another. Brought to you by Hooter. <laughs> uh, it's 98 KUPD. Sorry. It's out of control now. 98 KUPD. Then our friend Craig Gass joins us uh, this week. He's going to do Super Bowl things. And you're kind of our... You're going to be our correspondent, although we're more borrowing off of what you do. Our man on the streets. Then you are doing things for us, correct? Uh, Sure. You want me to ask horrible questions? If you'd like to, we could. Now, tonight you're going to the media day thing. Uh, Yeah, I'm waiting to get my. You're trying to go. Well, legally. (laughs) Yes. You will go. I usually go legally. Yes. and And I send the content to the Super Bowl cities. Yes. Whatever cities are being represented, I send it to my buddies out there and go, right. here, you can take this. And, and I get silly and fun stuff. Uh, yeah. And I'm also doing two nights of shows, one in Gilbert and one in Glendale. Okay. All the infos at getgas.com. I'm at JP's Comedy Club Wednesday in Gilbert. 
stir crazy on Thursday. A bunch of friends are performing with me. Who you got? Uh, uh, getgas.com. Um, they're, they're, I mean, I can't. I can't. They're in town. Oh. And, uh, but yeah, I can't. It would be a dick move to say, Ooh. hey, and then these guys are going to join and me. And you're not here for the Super Bowl itself because then you could do our show Sunday with Adam Ray. And oh, that's right. Special guests and Is that Gary Cannon. No, we're doing it up at uh, CB Live up in Scottsdale. Oh, at CB Live. At like two o'clock before the show starts, we're going to have. You can do an afternoon show. Yeah, and then build right into the watch party. Wow. So just have everybody goof around, do some stand up about things, and then uh, go right into the Super Bowl. Used Super to be Bowl. notoriously my drunkest day of the year. No kidding. Back when we were using here in Arizona, the the game comes on at four four thirty four. Yeah. So you usually start drinking one or two. Oh, man, 8 p.m. on Super Bowl Sunday? Just plaster. Ugly. Really? Looking for... Do you miss it? No. Not at all, right? It's a good thing that that it's all off your radar now. It's all Because I've been around you uh, with, uh, you know, pressures and uh, people drinking and all that. You don't even seem to have, like, an itch. It doesn't bother you to be around it. No. Maybe at least outwardly. Guys will, like, party. Like, Greg Wilson was doing... Jesus Christ. It's a dump button. What kind button. of anonymous is, is anonymous to you? So I'm Greg Wilson right. is bumping. Go ahead. Greg, Greg W. That's right. Yeah. Greg, well, much, better. Is, but, much better. Much yeah. better. Greg W. is chopping coke in front of me. He goes, oh man, I'm sorry. Should I not be doing this in front of you? And I go, I go, it's fine. He goes, oh, okay. And he kept, kept snorting it. Greg well, now w. we know he has a problem, Craig W. We hope well, Craig, Craig W. Dot Ilson gets better. Greg started, ended up with the same problem I had. He had a heart attack. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I had a heart attack. Greg had a heart attack. So, we're so he's still... Uh, I think I think he's sober. I don't know. Because you didn't sober up because of the heart attack. It scared me straight for a year and two weeks. Right. And then I relapsed. And then the two-year anniversary of the heart attack, I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. And then I just had this moment of clarity that people talk about. Isn't that crazy? And since then, uh, nothing. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Nothing. No drugs, no alcohol. Yeah. 18 years. And then um, that first year that I got sober, seven of my friends died. Oh. Uh, all comedians. Four drug overdoses, three drinking and driving car accidents. It's how I know Mitch Hedberg was my first roommate yeah. in New York. Mitch is the first of... Seven comedian friends of mine who died from drugs or alcohol in the first year that I got clean. So when March 31st hits this year, I'll know it'll be exactly 18 years that Mitch has been gone. Because Is I that 18 years It's been now? 18 years since Mitch Crazy. passed away. Yeah. No kidding. Did you God, ever have him on your show? I would have guessed nine. Yeah. 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 Mitch was awesome. Uh, like, the, one of the, like the single most creative mind to come in this room. It's so fun to look at him yeah. as he's... As, the mind's working. Yeah. I the, just, the, yeah, he was great. The eyes close a little bit. Yeah. He's so... The first night I ever met him was one of the most beautiful nights I've ever uh, spent in stand-up it. comedy. I'm, I'm, I, there would be comedians that would... I was in Seattle doing open mics, trying to figure out how to do it, and there'd be certain comedians that had reputations, like, yeah. oh, man, Patton Oswalt. You got it? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Patton Oswalt's like, he's a killer. Oh, man, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Really? Dude, yeah, dude, that guy's rock and roll. Yeah. He's so cool. So I campaigned, not knowing anything about this guy, Mitch Hedberg. I'm like, I want to open for Mitch Hedberg. Can I, can, right. I, can I be the opener? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah. So I, I get the gig, and Mitch shows up, and I go, hey, Mitch, I'm Craig Guest. I'm your opening act. And he goes, oh, right on, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go up, and I, I do my uh, welcome to the show. I'm Craig Guest. Right. High energy. And I go, all right, you guys ready for your headliner? Please welcome Mitch Hedberg. It's sold out. Yeah. Mitch gets up on stage, and there's this weird moment where he goes, all right. <laughs> 
I, wh- hey, where, where is Thomas? <laughs> Thomas. And the whole crowd's like Ooh. ready for a comedy show. And he goes, yeah. Thomas, where is Thomas? And you hear a guy in the back room. He goes, I'm back here, man. There's, there's no chairs. And he goes, <laughs> what? Thomas, just can somebody find a seat for Thomas? <laughs> oh, you know what? Screw it, Thomas. I have a chair right here on the stage. And it, it, just come up here on stage. And then everyone's dead silent. And you hear this, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. And this guy's walking through a sold out crowd. He gets up on stage, turns around, and everyone starts laughing because nobody knows who the hell this guy Thomas is. Yeah. But as soon as he turns around, I was like, God, that guy is high. <laughs> that guy is really high. He sits down. He's got a leather jacket on. And I'll always remember Thomas had a, a pin on his jacket. It wasn't. A, a legitimate merch pin from Spencer's. He had a homemade pin where he had typed the word motorhead and made a pin out of it <laughs> on his jacket. He turns around and Mitch goes, all right. Well, my name's Mitch and these are my jokes. And he starts doing material. And every time he does a joke back then, before he built his own audience, the audience would take a beat yeah. and analyze what he said and they'd start laughing. Yeah. There was always like a half beat, like, oh, my God. It was riddles. It was riddles. Yeah. And they would start laughing. Mitch would start to do his next joke when Thomas understood what just happened. And <laughs> Thomas would start giggling, <laughs> oh, which Jesus. would make Mitch go, ha, ha, hell, yeah. And then the crowd, <laughs> and the crowd would laugh again. And then Thomas and Mitch would laugh He's again. so happy Thomas Oh, that's and glorious. Then, and every joke he did had one, two, yeah. three, four, five waves of waves. laughter. yeah. Every joke. Because the so, laugh and then the recognition of people who got it later and then the and then it just kept going. In yeah. forty five minutes, Mitch did what would have been easily a ten or fifteen minute set because yeah. every joke had so many waves of oh, laughter. That's awesome. And then uh a couple years later, Mitch lets me move in with him in New York and uh and Because you're homosexuals. What does that have to do? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Finish the story. <laughs> so first day that I moved into his apartment, I got he uh I'm trying to get my bearings straight and Mitch is trying to tell me where everything is because I'm gonna have the apartment to myself the yeah. first weekend in New York. And so he's like, Oh yeah, man, this is the key for this door and this is the key for the, the security door. And then at one point he goes, Oh hey Craig, this is a map of the New York City subway. And on the back of his front door was this enormous map of the MTA system, which the first time you look at it, it's very confusing. It's red, blue, yellow lines all crossing over each other. And I'm looking at the map, and Mitch goes, so that's how that works. (laughs) And he walked away, and I went, what the hell? I'm still confused. But yeah, uh, Mitch, 18 18 years. years. That's amazing. I would have never guessed 18. I would have maybe put 10 on that. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's God. The guy loved decadence, and um, the last time we it? saw him, he was laying down on the. Well, yeah, he was came, that celebrity theater. Yeah, he was at celebrity theater throwing heard pills thrown at him. Pills, and he was eating the pills. Yeah, yeah, and evidently the show was ridiculously funny. And then everybody's like, "Was that real?" And it turns out that was very real. That the audience was chucking pills at him, and he was just eating them off the floor one afternoon, not not caring what they were or what was going on. He ate them I would hear them. when I was living with him, we would drink. He smoked. Never saw heroin. No kidding. Never saw. And I would hear when I was living with him, Mitch signed a deal with it was either Fox or ABC for almost a million dollars for a holding deal, which is um, here's a million dollars. Don't work with anybody else 
for two years. Just in case we get something. We, we, we don't know what we're going to put you in. Right. But here's a million dollars so you don't work with any other network. Right. And there's many times where those deals expire and you just keep the money and it's like, right. all right, see ya. And once he got that money, he moved out of the apartment and into the Chelsea Hotel. And, and I didn't hear from him. Wow. And and that's when I started hearing stories like, you know, Mitch is uh, really messed really up. bad. And I go, no, Mitch. And one of the stories was celebrity theater. Yeah. He was eating pills off the It was stage. like a year later, maybe less, that he died. That he died? Yeah. I heard that he also walked off the stage and made out with an elderly lady. Yes. In the, yeah. Which was not because of the All right. <laughs> that was just okay to do. I, I recommend you take that, that joke. I think you should start that. <laughs> that to be a Craig guess, uh, like a Neil Diamond moment of your show. You're like, the old lady's like, what does this have to do with this? <laughs> right. All right, let's I'm do it. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting. So tonight, I think that's what you should do uh, when you go to the media night. Take the pills. Is take some pills and, and, make throw them an and then make out with one of the older players. <laughs> throw pills <laughs> at Mahomes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, do you have questions at the ready? Should we have listeners uh, ask, send you questions? If you want to send me questions, All right, you can let's send me that. questions. And I already have a theme. Okay. My theme is to focus on Eagles fans. Oh, ugh. Uh, because of that, they're horrible. Because of that, yeah. Because they booed Santa Claus. Yeah, they, they've thrown. They they cheered when Michael Irvin uh, was carted off on a stretcher because his neck possibly broke in Philly. Yep. And they cheered wildly. And when they won a Super Bowl, the fans ate horse manure. I don't remember that. You're kidding? No, I thought that was just a. I thought that was called a Philly cheesesteak. I did that after. <laughs> I, I thought I don't they did that every that day. One. Me neither. You can look that up. No right, kidding. Let's look it up. They w- they were celebrating in the streets. And a, a video went viral of fans next to a horse on a, 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 cop, a cop on a horse, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna eat this horse!" And they start taking they ate piles. It. Right. That's of, not surprising. I need yeah. fiber. Yeah, yeah. It's it better was, than uh, eating a Philly lady. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> That's what they kept saying. Yeah, <laughs> this tastes like your wife, Dave. <laughs> Yuck, Philadelphia. Do it. Drive me to Wachovia. There you go. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh uh, no, you've got you've got a video of it immediately. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, I can't. I'm not. I'm not. Brett, I shouldn't. So, it's a TMZ video, so they're so going to talk most. My goal is to talk to Eagles players and get them to paint a rosy picture yeah. of their go. fans, Cause, which go. they will. Oh, my God. He is face into the manure. Okay. That's horrible. Yeah, I'd rather watch that fish from last week. Well, so, okay. That's enough of that. You want to pull that back up? Eagles <laughs> players <laughs> will give me a uh, – will through rose-colored glasses, describe yeah. their fans as being great and wonderful. Right. And literally everyone else will right. tell the truth. Yes. And so they ask the Chiefs players to describe Eagles fans. Correct. Yes, that's which pretty solid. They'll still, get, they'll still be diplomatic, which is why I want to go to fans. But the yeah. Eagles players across the board will defend their fans. Yeah. Of course. Somehow. Somehow, yeah. Ugh, okay. There you go. It's a non-TMZ video. And this is the dude staggering drunk down the road. In a Randall Cunningham jersey because he hasn't had enough money since Cunningham left the Eagles to buy another jersey. Bouncing back and forth like he's about to get in a fist fight, like he's hyping himself oh, up. Oh, God, it's happening. Oh, and no. it's a lot. Oh, he's doing it. Now now he's on his knees, and that's when you realize. He, on his knees, he's face do down in horse manure. There are pellets of horse manure. Oh, God. And he's putting his face right in. Everybody's getting their cameras oh, in. Oh. Listen to the fans of Philly excited about it. Like, they're happy about it. John, you just missed the grossest uh, shot. I don't care. Right, 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 right. No. The grossest shot I've of it. I've seen worse. Uh, no. 
He displays the biscuit in the yes, mouth. Yes, I know. Ooh. No, I'm not watching it again. Yeah. Wait, wait, pause right on watch. it. Pause right on it. Oh, oh there. I saw, I saw it. I saw enough. Right there. That's enough. I get it. What, what are you, <laughs> Kevin Costner all of a sudden? Yeah. It's not the Zapruder film. It's, it's a terrible so uh, good. quality. It won't back yeah, to, to the left. left. <laughs> back. It's to up to you. Oh, God. All right. I get it. I know what's in there. Ugh. Yeah. So how do they submit questions to me? Well, we can do it through this. We're at Holmberg at 98kupd.com, and I'll hand them over. And we'll go as the morning goes. There's questions you want. If you were on the media row tonight asking any players for either team a question, Craig will be the uh, liaison between you and the player themselves. Any question you want to ask. Have you, have you seen this fish video yet? <laughs> is the first thing I see. You and then go. you just Show, show somebody iPad, yeah. the fish video. Have you seen, have you seen <laughs> Trout Lady yet? It's tough. Let's to... make Trout Lady huge. I will say... Ask them all that. Just say, have you Googled Trout Lady yet? And then there'll be no. But then NFL Network will be like, comedian Craig Gass was asking everybody about Trout Lady. And then they'll look and they'll be like, oh, my sweet Jesus, why? And then it'll be a national story. As you know, the NFL is very, very conservative. Sure. And I'm Trout always trying. I, I try to get close to the line. I won't go to the line. Right. But I, I try to get close to the line. My, Artie Lang, I was with Artie when he got banned by the NFL yeah. for asking a question that got the answer that got him in trouble. His question was, um, this was Super Bowl 47 in New Orleans, okay. San Francisco versus Ravens, yeah. uh, 49ers versus Ravens. And for the first time, a player had come out as uh, uh, an active player had come out as being gay. Right. And Artie said to one of the guys on the 49ers, what would you do if you found out that one of your teammates was gay? And the 49ers player said, I'd punch him in the mouth. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Oh, oh. You, you better not get close to me. I'll punch you. And Artie goes, oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah. And he like, put the microphone up in his face and let him finish and let him continue. And he continued to expand on the idea yeah. of physically assaulting one of his teammates. And because of the way that player Answer. answered. Artie's banned. Artie got banned. For, for bringing it up. For bringing it All up. Right, so we won't talk about your gay stuff. <laughs> We'll keep that. We'll keep that just Taboo. between us Taboo. on this show. All right. Well, I'll be if doing you have stuff in Gilbert on Wednesday, <laughs> right. and then and, we're moving it all over Glendale, Glendale on Thursday. On th- all the tickets for the comedy shows Wednesday, Gilbert. Yeah. Thursday, Glendale. Getgas.com. Getgas with two s's. dot com. <laughs> all right. We'll get some questions in there. We'll see if people have some good ones. But if you want Holmberg at ninety eight kupd dot com, we'll send Craig armed with your questions, and he'll siphon through and uh, see if we can get one. We got a what would Brady do coming up next? It's ninety eight. <laughs> It's out of control now. All right, I've got a few questions we're going to get to for Craig, and then uh, we'll get one. Oh, there's got to be some gems. There's a couple of good ones in here. I've, I've, I've edited, I've added, I've helped, uh, and we'll just include it in uh, What Would Brady Do as we speak right now. What would Brady do? That's right. What would Brady mm-hmm. do? The most moral man in all of Phoenix is here to solve your problems, and uh, the questions I have from some listeners here, uh, and from me. This one's from me. I like this one. I've rented my Airbnb to a family of Eagles fans. What do you suggest I use to get the smell out after they leave? Oh, my God. (laughs) You can ask any of the Chiefs. Can I get you on camera asking the question so (laughs) it's not me asking it? I'll do it. Uh, Yeah, you can say, hey, a friend of mine has this question. Yeah, hold me up. I'll do it. Uh, this one says, every office in America, you can ask either team, every office in America has the employee that makes them nervous uh, that someday he's going to snap. Known as the office weirdo. Who is that on your team? That's a great question. Yeah, that's a really good question. That's like a it. similar 
Because they could have some fun with that oh, if they yeah, wanted that. Because sure. everybody's got an office weirdo. Yeah. Every time you say it, you're like, we know who every guy in this room is thinking of the person when we say office weirdo yeah. without, you know, naming him. That's it's a, a great question. It's Greg Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loves cocaine. Chopping it up. He's cleaning the corners of the floor with his face. I, you know what's funny? I think Greg is here this week. Is he? Well, we'll bring him in yeah, if he's, he's out. I'm performing at Stir Crazy on Thursday. I yeah. think he's there the next day. All right. <laughs> well, maybe. Depends on his Unless behavior, he's... right? Yeah. And then he'll be at the Chop House. He's so now. <laughs> Which one of the Eagles or Chiefs players, depending on who you ask, is more likely going to be notorious in this game for the play that ruins everything. Ooh. Ask that of any team? Yeah, either one. Ask them, obviously, about the other team, right? You're yeah, not yeah. going to say, yeah, like, so, you, yeah. You, who's who, going to wreck it for them? Who's going to yeah, wreck it for them? Not, yeah, you don't have anybody. And that, them. I can tell you right now, from my experience, you're not going to get it. No. They're they a quality won't. team. You know, they're really, we just got to be mind our own business. Yeah, yeah. No, no one will they give you anything. They don't give anyone that. a... And it's funny, because this whole thing becomes a Jedi mind trick. How do I yeah. go around, get around them. their diplomacy? This? O.J. Simpson said, you're going to win the game. Does that make you want to throw it? <laughs> hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. I got an idea. Eagles going to win this game, Greg. They hope he's going to win. And, uh, if I got to be honest, you know what bothers me is that he's always right on everything. He's never wrong. I, like, you watch me like, Jesus, he's making great points. Stop I, making great points. I feel like he's going to snap. I got this whole, uh, what do you say about uh, Roe versus Wade? Oh. I disagree. You know, this whole Roe versus Wade thing, I think they got this thing wrong, if I'm going to be honest. I think women have the right to choose uh, unless it comes down to uh, who they date or uh, what they wear. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think you should be allowed to kill anything until it's like in its 30s. I guess it comes down to, uh, I don't know where life begins, but I know where it ends. <laughs> Have a good holiday. All right. Let's see. <laughs> what the, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The last one when the Bills were playing their final playoff game, oh, yeah. his patio was decked out yeah. for this big party. He's the only one there. Yeah, well, he's the only one that will be on camera. That was, There's people behind right. camera like, There's I love probably... OJ's parties, but I'm not going to, I'm not going on There's camera. There's probably hundreds of people yeah. on the other side of the camera. I don't do it. I'm just having a party. Nobody. Anyway. Now OJ's that, key party. That being said, any of you in this room, this week, you're out at a restaurant. Yes, I'd be best friends with him in seconds. A hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. A hundred for the story. Yeah. You do it for the story. Well, that's well, another question then ask one of uh, the running backs for either team. If O.J. Simpson took you under his wing and gave you football advice and wanted to hang out, would you go meet with him? Now, I'm not trying to be a puss. You're being a puss. But these are the kind of questions, the O.J. questions, where someone could get... We're talking about O.J. Yeah. Yes. You're, right. They know what you're doing. But, but I, I admire the question. It's a great question. It's a great question. Yeah. O.J. Simpson... O.J. at the bar? Screwdriver? What do you offer? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. OJ says you're going to win the game. Do you throw it now? Yeah. That's do, a great question. Does that question. make you kind of want to throw it? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like renting the Eagles fans and getting the smell. How do you get the I smell like out? The office employee is a good one. Mm-hmm. You've got some gems here, Craig. If you get in tonight, that's how it works. I remember Russell Wilson, notoriously robotic. Yeah, well, he's and, not human being. And I thought, I'm going to sneak in a joke, make him laugh. Yeah. Then when I get him to laugh... Throwing a question when he right. puts his guard down, and the 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 thing that made him laugh was uh, I said, Russell, my name's Craig Gass. I'm a stand up comedian. Anyone who knows you knows that you're a man of faith. Am I right? And he said, Absolutely. And I said, Okay. Have you ever seen Cam Chancellor hit somebody so hard that you went, Oh my god? 
we got to pray for that guy. And he started laughing, and I go, all right. And Russell, who on the Seahawks most needs to go to church? And he went, oh, I'm not touching that. Like, yeah. he thought about it for a yeah. second and said, I'm not touching he's that. He's got his list. He knows. Yeah, he's got all his of list. The, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one because they're so cut and dry. And then they kind of want it to be fun, but then they take all the fun away. But we're going to get you a few. We'll get you some more. If you have anything, we can fire them over. Holmberg at 98. com, and we can give them to Craig Gass as he wanders around this evening looking for uh, people to annoy, which is what you're going to do. What are your questions you got all lined up? You got anything good? Uh, about the Eagles fans is the oh, focus. Yeah. That's what I want the whole video. Because yeah. I want every video to be... A couple years ago, my, my focus was... Um, my birthday is always two weeks after the Super Bowl. I walked around to all the Rams and Patriots players and said, "My birthday's in two weeks. How do I look like you in two weeks?" <laughs> That's pretty. Solid. And every there was a guy from the Rams who said, "Pray to Jesus <laughs> before I even before I even finish the question." But the best response was Rob Gronkowski, who looked at me and he went, "Oh, um," and he looked me up and down and he said, "How long do you have?" And I said, <laughs> and I put the microphone in his face and I went, two weeks." And he goes. Oh wow! Um, okay, uh, like off the top, thousand burpees a day, and I go what? And I put the mic back in his face. He goes, yeah, that thousand, like for sure, fourteen thousand burpees should put you over the top. Like I'm gonna yeah. go from this to Gronk to Gronk in yeah. two weeks. All he I, had I think it's possible, bro. He yeah. I, he probably believes yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, a thousand burpees a day. That's hilarious to start. To start to kick you off. That's, that's the, the first thing. The first thing. You're, you're not done. Yeah. Your workout's not over. Uh, it's time for uh, What Would Brady Do as we uh, work through these questions. It's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pond. Uh, MMP Guns right inside there. If you want to go down there and do like Brett did and build your own, they've got that whole system in place for you. Save some money doing that and learn a whole bunch about the gun you're actually getting. Learn how to clean it. Learn how to handle it. Learn all of its mechanics. Easy enough. They're all certified and ready to go. Plus, they got all that great stuff inside their store, which is brand new and beautiful on 12th Street in Indian School. MoMoneyPawn.com. Brady, are you ready? Ready. Craig, you can help at any all right. time. All right. Dear Brady, uh, hair plugs and hair treatment. I'm 30, I'm balding fast, and I have a flat, weird, bald head. Or spruce up the fiance's cans. Boom. Mm. Now, a, recent, a friend of mine recently just had hair plugs put in. How do they look? About Nothing's happening yet. About 15 grand. That's what have it is. Have you ever seen there's, there's there's a right? couple of new yeah, things about- available? There's a new uh, gel that's up. Uh, yeah, I don't trust it. If like, you're already bald, it doesn't like work. Like chia spread. It grows your hair nah, naturally. If, I, if, no, it doesn't. That's I, you're, you're watching too much late night TV. That I realize by asking this question that there may be a potential advertiser here at the station. That's right. But have you ever seen it work well? Um, hair not for people going from bald to something. But for people. people yeah, so thin they, hair. If they've got hair. Yeah. And they they fix it. Yeah. I've seen that work out. Well, we have one yeah. guy that swears by the capulus. You What's wear that? that hat. Yeah. You got to wear it twice a day. I think you do 30 The red light or, hats. Yeah. And that's that's proven therapy but to you keep hair have healthy. To do that. But wait, wait, what's going on in the cap? What, is there something in the it's cap? It's red light therapy. Red lights yeah. hmm. in there. So it works if you like Helps Brett, stimulate. Brett's got great hair. And if he, t- you know, if he wore that, his hair would be healthier. But if you're bald like Brady and me and you, mm-hmm. it's you, you got nothing. Because that would be called a cure and there isn't one. Mm. Or do you get his fiance new cans? What would you do? You got a flat, weird, bald head. Is well, how how far along is he? Doesn't again? say. 
Okay. As far as what? Because hair loss I, I'm pregnancy? Saying, yeah. What, huh? With the hair loss. Oh, Like I'm... if it's completely gone, because then that that's a total change when you put that. I've seen sure. some of those Agreed. hair replacements. Which is the, convers- it's the conversation yeah. we're having right now. Yeah. That, that if you're fully bald, it might be a waste of money. That's yeah. right. But if you're just thinning, just maybe. Just starting to thin. What would now you, you can do? touch it up. If, if you're just starting to thin a little bit, then yeah. it's showing, I would touch it up. But. Um, I don't think it'll run you 15 grand. Um, it does. The only hesitation on the uh, fiance thing is if she get, gets him before she's you're married. Yeah, you got to do it when Sayonara. you're married. You can't. No, no fiance You got to do it. You don't or, trust her. Well, uh, girls yeah, are bitches, a, man. Girls are whores. Girls are. All of a sudden, she's you're dropping that money on her. Kidding her about to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Come on, not with Devin Booker in town. No, I'm not <laughs> doing that. With Booker every day town, Halloween, no. just handing them out to everybody that shows up. Just a dirty slut. You know uh, how women are. You're and you're plunking out the money early on. You're setting a precedence for what you're going to have for the rest of. Them. How about this? She pays for her own cans. You pay for your own hair. I don't hear her offering up money for your hair. Mm. So you if pay for said, your hair. And if she wants to buy her own cans, she can do that. And I know that seems like a bad idea, but Brady's right. You never buy, you never send a woman to school, and you never buy her cans. Hmm. Fact. Well, you know what that broad's going to say. Well, you are going to enjoy them, too, so you should kick For in. For a while. Yeah. Well, then what get, is Chicago, yeah. Steven? <laughs> you know what that broad's oh, going to He's loaded with those. <laughs> yeah. Put Two hours in, he yeah. opens his mouth and goes, well, you know what the broads are going to do. And when you get in the age. Welcome to Brett. Sour, uh, spoiled yeah. milk. Yeah, he That's says, right. yeah, it's great theory. He's like, men age like wine and women age like milk. She's expired. I'm not racist, but let me say something. Oh, if I was, that'd be hilarious. (laughs) The, uh, uh, yeah, don't, you don't do that, especially for a fiance. I don't even think you should buy your wife cans. I think in this day and age of all this equality and nonsense, you should not be the one responsible. And if you do, you get paperwork that says you get one back. But every woman listening. On the split? You get a half. Every woman listening to this is thinking the same thing about the guy getting the hair treatment. Yeah. What are you trying to look better for if you're engaged? Like, why? Ah, why? Just personal stuff. I mean, you get no, I mean, that's that's the same thing with boobs. Here's a good point. Then the difference would be like if if you turn around, if you said, I, I'm thinking about getting my hair tweaked yeah. or getting a piece, and she says, I love your hair the way that it's at. But it's not going to stay do? that way. Would you, go to, would you get the hair done? Yeah. Because if his if he's got if Even I had if, your if wife I didn't have I think your hair looks great yeah yeah well the reason why I'm saying that you can tell the woman that's like I love your breasts yeah I think they're great right now they're yeah, still come getting, on no woman believes getting, that or I know no woman no. believes that no one believes that whatever you say whatever you're saying it's like you and you don't believe it either if you're saying God these these are the best breasts ever but if you want to add to them it's like a house it's like three thousand square foot house you love but you're like somebody wants to throw on 1100 square feet throw in a game room yeah. you're gonna take Some spinners that. on your yeah. car yeah it is it's it's you're gonna be all for it no and I don't care what your wife's boobs look like right now if she said she wanted to make them bigger and a little bit stronger you'd be like yeah that's okay it's very tempting but she should pay for that kick in half yeah get one back you got to be smart about this I just love that the girl's going to look better, and it's, oh, man, but you know what happens when they look better. <laughs> right. That's a good point, too, Craig's making. If you put cans in her, and your big, flat, bald head's still hanging around a couple of years, she's going to look at you like, up. man, I can upgrade in a heartbeat over old Rockhead here. <laughs> Rockhead. <laughs> Get your hair done.
You got I'll, one. I'll pinch uh, somebody else like, for the glutes. You've got a good uh, bald head, don't you, Craig, under that hat? It's, yeah. It's round. Well, it's shaved. And, well, that's yeah, it's round. round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have lumps or a flat? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. I feel sorry for those guys that lose their hair and they've got lunky heads. Weird I, shaped heads. Yeah. Absolutely. Because my head is actually pretty good uh, shape, which I'm fortunate because I have no hair. It's weird shaped head guys listening to this yeah. right now going, oh, oh no, they know. The, taking dude, it, taking dude, it you, put, you can put an entire meal on it like a table. It's like flat on top and it's weird. Uh, Dear Brady, my wife decided she doesn't want to shave down there anymore. She's going old school. At first, it was sort of fun, but let me tell you this. The men of the 70s evidently had zero sensitivity to smell because that hair holds everything. Ooh, (laughs) That fish video you guys have been talking about. Good. Uh, By the way, send it to me, Brett. Uh, I think it could have starred my wife. It was a lady in it, Harry. Anyway, I want to talk to her about it, but she's big on this thing. Uh, What do you suggest, Tyler? Talk to her about it. Don't be yeah. afraid to. We'll get in the shower and scrub it up. Um, Don't go down on her after hiking and a day at the house. Make sure she's showered up. And yeah. Put, put some, some Prell in there. In yeah. Some Aussie hair salad. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Style it up. If you're going to have it, make it work. 100% right about the hair. Yeah. That it, it retains the, the smell. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's just soaking in all the pee drippings. Same thing with butt hair. Blah. Same thing with butt hair. Very true. If your wife has butt hair, kill yourself. Accumulate particles. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's butt hair, she lets go rogue, and uh, I'm a little... No, you lost me at wife's butt hair. (laughs) She should be managing that. But if she's decided to go with the full 70s... she's tired of it. I know my wife, Pele, uh, (laughs) still has a hairy butt. I don't... um, I don't know if she's tired of it. She's just going for a new thing. Yeah. She uh, needs to save herself. Uh, it's 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 better to do it to groom it. Oh, you can groom it. You got to yeah. wash it, and it's on him to not be so excited every time she gets all fired up. Can't help myself. You get in the shower first because that thing stinks. Just tell her. She'd tell you. But does that mean that she's not cleanly? I mean, she's she's not keeping it clean. It means both of them are gross. <laughs> because she's willing to let him go down there without washing it, and he's willing to do it. Well, we saw the trout lady video. Exactly. So, I mean, so the two of them are disgusting. She was groomed. Yeah, she was actually. And the, make it a fun thing a to family do together. activity. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's groom it together. I'll fun groom for the it whole family. Yeah, let's get down there with the kids. Yeah. Some Aussie Aussie hair salon. <laughs> and, Spice it up. Yeah, and we'll get some hair salon. Mom's we'll, bush is scary. <laughs> we're gonna fix that today, Trevor. Oh, good. You're right at eye height, too. You can really eyeball the lines. Hit the head and shoulders in there and scrub it. Scrub it. God, Mom, you really stink down there. Uh, this is a phrase that every woman should know, and it's the fact that she's like, Get and starts pushing the top of your head down there. Older, you might need some, uh, sell some blue. Whatever you need. Ugh. <laughs> this guy said he would switch her body wash with a bottle of Nair. Yeah, that's, <laughs> wow. that's actually a good idea. Burn I like that idea. <laughs> Teach that broad something. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Anyway, keep it clean. You're both a couple of pigs. <laughs> I ain't gonna shave it down there no more. Who announces that? Well, you should shave. What's going on? I ain't doing that no more. Hygiene is now secondary. I think she's announcing to let him know. I think she's in her mind. She thinks she thinks she's being respectful by making the Ugh. announcement instead of just doing it, not saying anything about. It, she's trying to let him know, like, "Hey, I'm just, I'm going to grow this thing out. I've decided I don't want to, and do I'm not going to wash it. And you're still yeah, going to do stuff." She's trying to communicate. It sounds like Ugh. hillbilly communication. Bad message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by scent. Yeah, <laughs> she's <laughs> announcing scent. the Y is closed. Man, thank right. God. So 
wash washed your wife's uh, beef? Yeah. Dear Brady, my wife has asked me for a free pass for sex. You're going to like this one. Uh-oh. But there's a reason. I have a physical condition that makes sex not at all work for me. Oh, no. A not erectile dysfunction. It's just my entire ability to have sex is nearly impossible. It's been 15 months since we've done anything. It's a problem for me in a huge way. I want her to be happy. She's a sexual woman. I can't do the oral thing because it's just frustrating. Uh, we've just stopped everything. Why is the oral thing? I have, that's too many questions. Yeah, I would assume it's frustrating because it has to stop there. Um, you know or maybe mean? the frustrating is that she's not able to finish. Or maybe she's not excited about it because she knows. Yeah, because she wants more than yeah. just that. Yeah. Maybe he lost his tongue in an accident. That could be too. Yeah. That's that could be very possible. She's hung on for dear life, and she's at a wit's end. Months. No tongue. tongue your pelvis doesn't work months. anymore. Does she have a specific person that she wants to? I don't know yet. So she doesn't want to leave me, but she definitely wants sex. She's young. She's healthy. I can't stand the thought of her with another man, but I can't give her what she needs. I honestly haven't talked to anyone about this. Uh, what would Brady do, Wes? Dude, how great of a contest would this be for the morning show? <laughs> Bang Wes's wife. <laughs> Not a contest we, because we've, we've already got a winner. Toledo, talk <laughs> <laughs> no more. Yeah, I. Uh, we've talked about it before oof. if that would ever happen. And to shut down, I, I would say, I can't make you. I'd feel bad. To feel like you have to be celibate the whole yeah. time or can't have any action. That's not fair. I wouldn't ask that of anyone to do that on the other side either. Right. So, I think you got to, uh, if if you can stay together and have, like, an open marriage, which is tougher, or you got to just let it go. Let her have at it. She doesn't hey, want to leave you. Hey, Oberg, it's yours truly. Hey, Oberg, what's up? Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about what you guys are talking about with this gentleman, this listener. I love that you guys share these yeah. stories. What would you do to the wife who had this problem? Well, I don't understand why in situations like this where the woman is asking for something that um, you're not able to oblige with, why we don't just stab these bitches. <laughs> and uh, what's this listener's name? What's uh, his name? Wes. Wes. Wesley. Oh, Wesley, uh, if you don't have any extra now, I have extras. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Well, the advice from OJ is always good with the, with the OJ's lady. final solution. I'm just saying. OJ's marital counseling always. I will just cut the bitch's head off. I mean, it's a solved problem. I've always found the best way to get a girl off is to uh, scare them by threatening their life. Uh, <laughs> they always get wet, if you know what I mean. Anyways, I'm just saying. It was just a really bad period on Nicole's porch, is what we're saying. Oh, yeah, she just, you know, she was just going through a tough time. And, um, you know, you got to settle your uh, marital differences, you know? Yes. And, uh, and if someone else gets involved, they got to go to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I got to get that guy. I'm do just you saying. think, you, know, you couldn't do it. Your the, pelvis stops working for some reason. Like, yeah. you can't make the motions. Like, I'm not... Um, I wouldn't ask my wife uh, to stay with me through thick or thin on that. But, but if she says, I don't want to leave you. If she still has you, those de- desires. But um, that would be a tough one. I need, yeah, I I'd need have to. to uh, unbelievably ho- tough one. Yeah. Hopefully I would could maybe adjust to it, but I don't think or I... Or she comes I, back I, like limping. And exactly. Just. Yeah, that'd be a tough one. Oh, just gas out. Comes back limping. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Oh, yeah. like, oh I'm so my tired. God. Was she hanging out with Lex Steele Where all weekend or what? Where have been all day? <laughs> oh, you know, we made a deal, remember? Oh, right. The dicks. <laughs> How was it? 
And that was just very a, tired. That was just the backup. I know that she had a lot of appointments. It wasn't even the starters. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. It's five thirty. I know. I gotta go to bed. Remember that girl? That, that girl that came out and said that she'd had sex with all the sons. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Yeah." And she named all the players yeah. and described as crazy. And then they got good. And they, <laughs> they're gonna bring her back. That was when they sucked. That was in the bubble. Late season round. That's right. And she slept with all of them. And then slept they went 8-0 in the bubble and came back to the championship the next year. Yep. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Brett, you would. What would what would Brett do? This is always a good one. What would Brett do if your yeah. pelvis doesn't work no more? These broads. These broads. Hang myself. Would you just kill yourself? Yeah, pretty oh, much. Yeah. What's the point of going on? Yeah, exactly. Brett makes a good what point. Do? Wes, a... Brett has suggested potential <laughs> suicide. <laughs> That's why we play What Would Brady Do? What are you going to do? Your pelvis don't work? What are you still wandering my earth yeah, exactly. For? Here's a rope. What use are you now? Yeah. That's a good point. Get it fixed, man. I don't know what Well, you do whatever is. you can to try to get it fixed. But yeah. It sounds like... I don't you know. Yeah. What if What if it, he has another year left? Of living? No, but oh. like it's been 15 well, how, months and oh. it, it takes what another... What is this facilitated is he, though? Yeah. Like well, he can't move it at all? Like sexual is he bedridden or dysfunction what? dysfunction means like nothing works right. So maybe it's just so his crank doesn't. I don't know. I don't want to get into it too much with him. Because if that's the case, she can just jump up there. These are questions you should ask the Chiefs or Eagles tonight. (laughs) Wesley can't bang his wife. Yeah, (laughs) my friend Wesley cannot have sex physically anymore. Wesley, can you also send a phone number? Yeah, we'd uh, like to talk to your wife a little bit about this and see what she's going through. Maybe take her to lunch, (laughs) and then uh, you know. Give her a good railing. Fill her up with advice. <laughs> yeah, we want to rail your wife for you, Wesley. We'll do it. We're good people. It would people. be an honor. We love our listeners that much. We'll take the misery from you and we'll place it right inside. We'll just bury the pain in your wife. <laughs> bury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You've been in the bathroom qu- quite a while, hon. <laughs> yeah, Wes, it's... I'm just full. I gotta be honest. You it's... never did that when we were married. I just need to so, lay down. Uh, you want to go to a movie or something? Uh, Wes, I, can I borrow your wheelchair? <laughs> you have a nice pack. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean you can't sit down? What is that? giving Brady's voice. What do you mean you can't sit down? Just, Wesley, you don't understand. I mean, this was... Have you been to blacked.com? Because I have. Oh, no. What, what's on that website? <laughs> Honey, I need to talk to you about some of your searches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's uh sorry, Wesley. I feel bad. The guy's sitting Wes- at home listening for the advice, and we're Wesley- like, Wesley's talking to his fiance. Is, is it his wife or his fiance? His wife. His wife. Every once in a while, she gets a text. She looks at her phone, just smiles. Oh, I'm what was gonna- that? I gotta go. I gotta go. Do you want to finish watching your honor? Your honor, the new one's out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't want to watch it anymore. I'll, I'll be back. I know the wheel's you're... on in an hour. You gonna be back? I know where you're going. Oh. She comes back. Let me just grab this shoehorn. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need the shoehorn for? Are you for? cooking over at Carol's? What's with oh. all the butter? <laughs> What's we're making, with the, we're cooking. the butter and the drill? What did... We're making very hardware-based cookies. Mixing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. That's, every day she leaves the house, Wes is going to say that. What the... I... You're not going to Carol's. I know where you're going. What a horrible predicament. Have you been eating uh, Little Debbie's? There's cream <laughs> stuff all over you. 
little cream pie. Yes, I was cream pie. Oh, okay. That sounds delicious. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good night, Wesley. It's four in the afternoon. Good night, Wesley. I know where you've been. <laughs> Your nose is bleeding. <laughs> oh, my God. Has it still got blood on it? It should be that door sound over and yeah. over and over again. <laughs> it's six in the morning. Where are you going? I know where you're going. <laughs> Miserable. Hey. Maybe breast right. <laughs> See? <laughs> Someone spilled milk in the toilet again. I know, oh. what, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I can't take it. That's a that's a lifelong thing. If you're not going to fix it on your own, that is a yeah. lifelong thing. Just and that's this sound yeah. is going to break your heart mm-hmm. every time, over and over and over. Wes, can I borrow twenty bucks for valet? I've got to go park in an apartment. I know where. Uh, yeah, here to my where. Uh, where are you going? Goodbye. Everybody gets to watch Your Honor uninterrupted, which is a good show. <laughs> Don't forget your birth control. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty Poor bad. Wesley. Hanger, towels, butter. I, I know what you're going to do. <laughs> Wesley is really looking for advice. He's just sitting next to his radio like Puss in Boots. Yeah. Yeah. Just- <laughs> Tears just welling up. Wesley, you just have to accept your role. And I think, Craig, you're, you had the best advice. Just get that fixed. Get it fixed. Figure out how to get it fixed. And then no also, what. the other word that comes up a lot in these situations is just acceptance. This is your situation. Mm-hmm. Make the most of it mm-hmm. by recognizing you can't go any further than this. So get great at the oral thing. Be the greatest oral guy that ever and lived. your wife. it's tough to carry. You want to please them, but you should do that. And if she's not pleased by it, just that, then try harder. Then yeah. hang yourself. But don't <laughs> don't take Brett's advice until at least December. you got to put in a good <laughs> get, 10 months get, get of work 10 here. Months. Give yeah, a shot. Get a, 10 months of like you really burying it down there. If there's a story of a mass shooting, yeah, oh no, it's oh, wow. saying, Look, he's going to be Wesley. Going, yeah. This guy's shooting blanks. Don't, Craig. Don't, it's nothing about this guy shooting that, that I'm scared of. I can't even do that. <laughs> I ain't afraid of anything Wesley's shooting. It's like, uh, it's, yeah, it just looked like his gun's oh, throwing up man. a little bit. Holmberg for uh, three. Thank you from downtown. Uh, there you go. That is what Brady did. It's 98. It's out of control now. They went fast. Craig, you make the days go faster. That's fun. No, I don't know. We make hang out. Go faster. <laughs> Brady. Just I, don't know. I think it just goes faster. Not There's no here. Eric. <laughs> All right. We've talked about here this. Here we go. Not here to uh, rehash the past. You got a new guy here that talks, like about, <laughs> talks about broads. This broad. This broad. Let me tell you about this broad. I seen it. That's my favorite breadism. <laughs> I seen this guy. He's taking a swing at his broad. She must have done something terrible. It's like not protecting the broad. Like, what's an example of a story where his response would be, I seen it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, well, it's it's daily. mostly like surprising. Like if I said, there's a guy in the parking lot throwing up. Yeah. I seen it. I seen it. <laughs> like he just attacks you with it. I seen it. You'd be an aggressive. instant yeah. enemy if you said, man, I love ragu. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, he's very... Sopranos. Your goddamn mind. You don't talk about murders or anything, even if he's not involved. He's like, allegedly. Like, everything is maybe. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> you don't rat. That's amazing. We've learned a lot about Brett. It's all been good. A lot of secrets. Probably. But <laughs> old <laughs> school <laughs> family secrets. Yeah. We don't talk about What's the point? 
You're writing a book? <laughs> By the way, uh, speaking of secrets, is it okay for me to reveal a big secret? You already did about Greg Wilson, so go ahead. What is it? I guess we could do it now, right? If you want to. All right. Uh, I am going to be the new afternoon drive guy here at KUPD. Is that right? I think. We talked about it a few years ago, and I haven't gotten a, a follow-up. I think you were talking about being here with Fitz for a while. Yeah, I'm going to be the new... No, no. Fitz is still here, and uh, yes, evidently okay. didn't work out to put you on the show. <laughs> well, it was, okay. Now, yeah. it was three years ago when yeah. it came up. Well, and they, were now, took it, they were still thinking about it. No, Tripp said he's going to call me. Oh, still hasn't called you. Well, the whole idea years. was to give a Fitz, have a, Fitz would have a partner. <laughs> right. And then uh, everybody said, nah... And then, well, uh, I haven't yeah. heard that. Okay. <laughs> the last I heard, and that's why I'm announcing it now. Last Trip I heard, says he's going to call you. Trip's going to call me. So it's been about three years. So yeah. So well, we'd uh, love to have. Nice to meet you. Yeah, it's a, your new coworker. Yeah. I am the new. I, I I don't know how soon we're going to start. Uh, again, yeah. it's been three years. Could since, be ages since the last call. But we left it on. I will call you back. Yeah. You know what? I, good that you held that secret. Well, you hang so on long. to that. I think he's got your number, so you hang on to that. All right, phone. yeah. Uh, number's still the same. Okay. I will make <laughs> that go. Uh, so, And I can't wait to e- see. Excited to see how this turns yeah. out. And if we do, we have to reassess our office weirdo policy. Oh, no. <laughs> What's this? Oh, no. Oh, your light gloves are here, Brady, hey, for your right. Brady Growl. Throw those things on. Yeah, those those on. quick. Brady's birthday was last week, and we play uh, Brady Growl, where if he gets five questions right, we buy him what's on the Home Shopping Network. Okay. And uh, he won a pair of light gloves, which are gloves that light up in the dark, that have flashlights for fingers. Oh. He's going to be raving this weekend. Which now, what do you use these kind of gloves for? Ooh, well, they're not uh, real bright. But evidently, uh, maneuvering through that lady's giant bush, and that, uh, what would Brady do email? <laughs> I remember the first time I went to Brady's place, he took out a black light, I think it was, and showed me a the crazy collection of baby scorpions. Yeah. It, was well, it wasn't cool. a collection, I hope. No, well, it was just... just it's on the it wall, is, right? Yeah, <laughs> outside. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if Brady is collecting them. Wow, this is kind of like a finger glove. Oh, like, look just at two that. Fingers. Oh, you're like the emperor from Star Wars. No, this is... They're on. Lights on. It's the Avengers. Lights? They are, but they're not real stuck. bright. They, they, <laughs> well, is there like different well, levels of brightness? What are you doing? Yeah, don't be a dick. Happy birthday. Let's not assess your prize right Happy here. birthday, Brady. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll show it. Yeah. You've already got barbecue sauce on him. How'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> How did he's had him for a minute? Uh, oh, there yeah. they are. There's one. Yeah. Oh, there no, goes it. Right. They're in there. We'll get them at night. Okay. It'll work better without so much light. Yeah. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. Uh, to, uh, you should come with me today, Craig, and do some fighting out there. Uh, get out to the self-defense place. scares me that you know it would be great fun. Uh, we'll head on out there and we'll do that. They've got a uh, women's self-defense course coming up April 21st. As far as I know, it's a Friday, and I haven't spoken to them since. That was close to selling out. It might be sold out now. Uh, 99 bucks for anybody who wants to do that, and it's three hours. You'll come out a different human being. And then they've got their... Of course their, uh, you will. Oh, my God. It's crazy. you got to see this. These ladies go in there, and they're like, all right, well, what do we do? And they train them for an hour. Then they put them in scenarios. And these women turn into monsters, just fighting machines, and it's just their confidence level boosts and just just the basics. It's a crash course in what they get every day if they went to React Defense uh, on a regular basis. And then they've got their uh, gun safety course coming up April 28th. Check it all out at their website, reactdefense.com. All the details are there. Get your CCW stuff. Uh, all the paperwork, licensing, and all that comes from this safety course, and they can uh, help you get to the uh, the end line there, which is awesome. Not to mention... The great workouts and all the stuff you'll learn once you start heading there all the time, just like I'm going to do later today. Check it out, reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black Brady. 
entertain me. Disgraced former British glam rocker Gary Glitter. Mm, he's was out. released from prison on Friday, last Friday. Oh, I didn't know that. Serving half of his uh, 16-year sentence. For pedophilia? Uh, this one was for uh, sexual offenses involving three teenage girls. Mm. So, you know, pedophilia, I learned this. I, I'm this many years old when I learned this. Uh, is a uh, It has to be like under the age of six. Okay, so he was everything with teenagers. else is, yeah, is underage sexual blah 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 whatever assault or gotcha. rape or whatever. So yeah, so he's with teenagers, so it's not pedophilia. Interesting, he, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't. Know I that. had always thought it was pedophilia, like that underage, underage. So did I. You yeah, like? I, the I kids. thought. I thought children. Yeah. So it was, I think, it was I think I'm girls. right. I may be wrong on the number, but I think it's like age six or younger. Okay. It so might be even older, if but you're not pedophile. Much. Yeah, pedophiles are very young kids, and then once you get to a certain level, you're a you're a child molester. Okay. And sexual assault comes with all those charges. So Gary Glitter, he was, was arrested in October of 2012 as part of Operation Ted Nugent. U-Tree, yeah. <laughs> right. which was a national investigation launched in the wake of the child abuse scandal surrounding a late uh, BBC entertainer, Jimmy Seville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dude. Um, and for those who don't know, that was like the Mr. Rogers of yeah. England. Turned out that he had lots and lots of relationships with children. With kids. And, and also had files of child porn, right? Yeah. If you could imagine Mr. Rogers having Johnny Carson's audience. Yes. Because he was that big. Yep. He was huge. Yep. And he had Open loads of... Open doors everywhere. 34. He was friends with Prince Charles. Yeah. Like, he'd hang out with the... with the, and that's Not that they're, you know, on the up and up, but... I didn't know this about Glitter. He spent two months in a British jail for possession of child pornography... Uh, in 1999, okay. he also was sent to prison in Vietnam in 2006 Oops. during his time in the country for molesting two girls ages 11 and 12. Still a cool song. Do you want to touch it? Yeah. Too? It's real appropriate for him. I didn't, I didn't know, know this was him. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Do You Want to yeah. Touch with Gary Clay. Yeah. I always associated this with Joe Chet. No. Yeah. So did I. That was his song. I'm learning that right now, too. Well, all the stuff we're learning today. So it says here, right. pedophile is prepubescent. Yes. Yeah, so that's right. just, yeah. And then there's hebophile, attracted to pubescent kids. And an ephebophile, which is an individual attracted to post-pubescent kids. So he's a hebophile. He's a, he would be a hebophile, yeah. I had no idea this was Gary Glitter. Oh, yeah. I thought Joan Jett she covered it. She, what, what hits did she have on her own? She gets so much credit for being a pioneer. I mean, that girl's covered everything. Crimson and Clover was a cover? All of it was a cover. I, mean, I Love Rock and Roll, was that hers? She that was that Weird one. Al Yankovic's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Wow. Well, there you go. You know what else I learned this week and uh, that what Luke Air Force Base was named after was, a, a, I forget the guy's first name, but he was a, a World War I um, balloon killer. He had 10 balloon pops. We needed him this week. Uh, yeah, I know. So that's With why a blow dart. the code for shooting the balloon down was uh, the, the the code names for the planes were Luke 1, Luke 2 or something like that. Because they named him after this guy who we named the Air Force Base after. He had 10 confirmed balloon drops wow. in the war over, you know, dropping German balloons. Isn't that cool? Arnold Schwarzenegger crashed into a woman riding a bike yesterday, but it wasn't his fault. She's going to be okay. Arnold even took her bike to the local shop to get it fixed. That's nice. She wasn't going that fast, but... 
<laughs> I ran over a woman. I didn't know what she was doing, but just like my shoulders, the car took up too much room in the road and she got in the way. Yeah, you know, broads. <laughs> <laughs> this broads, he rides a bike like a crazy person. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> like everybody knew where the Chinese balloon was going. You were all over the map. Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to hear you. <laughs> Like Arnold Schwarzenegger with a dry head wound. It's commando. It's Arnold, commando. Arnold Schwarzenegger dry heaves. It's these <laughs> You guys showed me the fish video. I'm with Wesley's <laughs> wife. <laughs> Give me some air. Get to tell you something. Why don't you shave that thing? <laughs> 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 Come on! You, know, you I can smell it in the other room. Craig, I got to tell you, I got a competition coming up, and the only way to get in shape for it is to be bulimic. <laughs> I have to make weight for the fight. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is dry heave. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> look out! <laughs> oh, it smells terrible in here. This is going to be a staple of the new KUPT <laughs> afternoon show. Let's check in with Arnold. He's in the bathroom. What's going on, Arnold? How are you? He's not good. Don't do it. You're doing it makes me want to do it. Is that your dog? Now you're making me sick again. Every time you do it, I'm doing it. Chain reaction. I don't like it. <laughs> We're adults. We're adult men. <laughs> We're adult human beings doing that. Hey, look, it's Wesley's wife. <laughs> Once you become a real man, Wesley, and get up out of your chair and, and do it with your wife before she goes out and finds a good man like me. Except for, I can't look at her. Five finger death punch uses this as lube. That's off the air conversations. But to recap, we do. Five Finger Death Punch uses vomit as lube. We have it confirmed. <laughs> yeah, I'm from a local girl. Yeah. Who was some dummy in Texas, man. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't know. I bet you that wasn't part of the wedding story. I bet you that somebody didn't stand up at the wedding and said, like, to give a toast. I remember the time I used lube. Uh, uh, your puke is lube to have sex with you, but now you're getting married to a decent human being. <laughs> you're getting married to an angel. <laughs> Yeah, don't ask about her pals. The impression is getting worse. Much worse. Well, he's sicker. I think I've done much time. I don't don't feel good. Kohagen, get me a bucket. It's coming out to both ends. I with food poisoning is an hour of fun for me. Oh, God, it hurts. Here we go. Get out of the crosswalk. I'm in a hurry. file. Why is it so funny to me? Driving on the road. Gay Glitter is the greatest musician of all time. Technically, I'm a heebie-jeebie fighter. Make it stop. Brady, move on. Do something new or we'll never end it. Disturb. Thirty-six-day tour. Take back your life tour. Oh, And it'll be here at the... Where is it? They're in July, aren't they? Didn't we already announce July 22nd. At the pavilion. He announced it when Dave was on with us. Draymond mentioned that. Draymond was on. I remember the day. Did you see Draymond's post yesterday? Uh Uh-uh. He said, uh, I share everything in my life. So it's important that I share 
my wife and I are getting divorced. Is that right? Yes. Draymond's done. Draymond and uh, Lena. No Look good. out, ladies from the east and oh the west. God. The best story ever. What was, was that? I was at uh, backstage at the Disturbed show. We're all kind of hanging around the VIP section, and these girls go wandering off onto the Disturbed bus. They come out dizzy, like Wesley's wife. <laughs> they come out wandering around all dizzy, and Draymond comes out a few seconds later and just looks, just surveys the room and just points at one girl and points at another, and they get up out of their chairs like they're under a hypnotic thing and just start walking towards the bus. And he hadn't been done with the last two for more than 10 minutes for you. 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 And he brings them back, and They're they like go in the bus. 20 zombies. minutes later, one comes out in a bikini top and jean shorts. She's wandering around. Bus kill Nordberg. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> wow. What a great ride. And I told him that story uh, years ago, and he's like, well, my wife's in the room. <laughs> like, oh, you can't talk about that at all. It didn't happen. She was evidently the one running the phoners for the radio station so she's on the other line listening to that whole thing oh like, well my wife's listening to that story i'm like oh well tell her i said hey so hopefully <laughs> i had nothing to do with that he said it in front of his wife once when we were having lunch uh he said you remember the old days when i used to be the hunter <laughs> oh that's a great and i was like uh <laughs> and i looked at his wife and i went Is this okay? i mean and i was the one getting uncomfortable yeah. like i mean i guess i don't know yeah. are huh? you okay with this you marry the lead singer of Disturbed. Yeah. They had a great relationship. That kind of, that bums me out. They yeah. seem to have a good thing going. Yeah. You know. We went to a uh, Rick Springfield show together in Honolulu. That would be fun. Yeah. His, a, I said, you want to go to Rick Springfield? He goes, my wife loves Rick. Hold on, honey. Would you like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that Anything was it. And that's what did it. Yeah. Uh, We're yeah. getting divorced. And she's going to marry Rick Springfield. Nice job, Kurt. Oh, man. It's the way it works. Isn't that great when you accidentally ask? Not, not realizing their significant other. Yeah, no, I and I was like, well, how am I supposed to know? We're on the phone. That's my Mark Gray story. Oh, that's right. I was backstage at a concert, and a friend of mine told me all these crazy stories about when Mark was single. That yeah. and this was an old roommate of Mark Grace's. Yes, who told me a series. You stole of, stuff from that house. Yeah, his roommate gave me his no. stuff. Not according to Mark Grace. Too his late. roommate. What'd you jack? A jersey. Everything. <laughs> you, know, you know who it was? No. It was Dan Filato. You know Dan Filato? He used to produce the um, uh, the Steve Dahl show. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And I'm, oh. I'm talking about the Cubs. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah. talking about the Cubs on the air. And off the air, he goes, uh, are you really a Cubs fan? Or are you just trying to kiss our ass because you're in Chicago? I go, no, I love the Cubs. And he goes, you know who my roommate is? Mark Grace. Why don't you come by the house? I'll get you some stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. I go to his house a few days later, and he goes, oh, hey, so come on upstairs. Let me take you to Mark's room. And we go into Mark Grace's bedroom. He opens up his closet and goes, Mark's on the road. He probably won't miss any of this. <laughs> just started taking oh, things. Oh Jerseys. Uh, smoking glove award? I got the gold glove yeah. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> what? I have his I have his Blackhawks jersey. Oh, my God. Didn't we try to return it to him? Well, what you outed yeah. me about well, it. Yeah. How did you? You're telling the story. But, but you called well, him it's out. Well, you, yeah, we told him yeah. we knew where his stuff was. That's a good human being. But it wasn't me. Like, I didn't go into his house to take it. His yes, roommate did. His roommate said... Take Mark it. won't miss us. And gave me some of his Chicago Cubs travel Now, you bags. just said the phrase, oh, I didn't go into his house and take it. Right. Not a lawyer. He left with it. Did though. you go into his house? I was invited into his house, yes. Did you go into his house? I was invited. And? You I entered his in. domicile. Yep, I was invited. Didn't break in. When you left the house, did you leave with his belongings? 
I was handed his belongings as gifts. <laughs> did you, as an individual, holding items that did not belong to you, leave the domicile? That was gifted to me, yes, <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> so you entered the house and you left with his things. Left with parties. This is how gifts. Super Bowl week is going to go for me. <laughs> right. like, I'm trying to get you into some parties. You have to play along. Well, I don't want to be an accomplice to these horrible crimes. <laughs> yes, I left with Items that belonged to Mark Grace that I was gifted. And do you remember going into his bedroom uh, and Arnold was there going, what does it smell? Uh, Mark Grace is having sex with everybody. Uh, Grab that Uh, Cubs towel. Uh, You can clean up. Uh, I'm going to to, to shove this silver slugger award in this lady. Uh, Anyway, gross. Well, we'll we'll see Mark this week. Gracie wants his steak knives back. Yeah, that's all he He cares about. Uh, we're done. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys have yourselves oh, a great what? The material I'm doing, all new material. Okay. This week, Wednesday and Thursday, all new material out in Gilbert. What was wrong with the old stuff? Uh, I've just been working on a lot of new stuff that I'm really proud I'll of. tell you what's wrong with the old stuff. Clinton's not president anymore. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> God damn. What a dick. Well, that was funny. JP's, JP's Comedy Club in Gilbert on Wednesday night. Stir Crazy in Glendale on Thursday night. All the tickets are at getgas.com. Get gas with two S's.com. That's a different Craig I was making fun of. Which Craig? Shoemaker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, Craig. baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. You know, baby. I'm the love master. <laughs> I'm the love master. <laughs> You and I do contemporary Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Larry's next. You guys have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Cutting edge. <laughs> Good morning, six. It's 98 KUP. Old comedy. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.